0: It's John, a cut above horror review. Horrors of Holiday Month kicks off this week with episode number 75. We're talking about Black Christmas, Black Xmas, if you will, from 2006. It's Jacqueline's pick this week. We are uh, getting into a major discussion about this movie. Uh, so kick back, relax, enjoy the holiday month, the horrors of holiday month, with a cut above horror review. Episode 75, Black Xmas from 2006. It starts now. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Cut
1: my life into pieces.
2: Good evening, and welcome to a Cut Above Horror Review. It's a podcast where we review all things horror. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and tonight we'll be discussing the film Black Christmas, or Black Xmas, if you will, from 2006. But before we get into it, let's meet everybody else on the show. First up, it's Hydra Berg. What's going on, Hydra Berg?
3: What's up, guys? What's going on? Having a good week? Yeah, not bad, not bad.
2: All right, cool, cool. Ready to talk about Black Christmas? Sure. Sweet. (laughs) And next up, it's John. What's going on, John?
0: Jacqueline, what's happening? Hydraberg, uh, what's going on? Sorry, guys, my voice is kind of gone. I I'm not sick or anything, but my throat is just really hurting me right now. I'm drinking green tea and water with honey, and it's I, I'm trying. I'm struggling today. I think, I think your think it voice is. Sexy.
2: Yeah, I think your voice is just trying to get itself in in shape to do like um, Billy Elvis again like okay. bring back Thank Billy. Much.
0: Whoa, that was really deep. Holy I moly. I, I don't think I've heard ever heard my voice that deep. Hey. That wow. A good one. Wow, that uh, that wasn't that even. Was a really something. I just I got the weirdest it. boner.
2: I think that was the brown <laughs> you got <a> note. Boner.
3: <laughs> I got the weirdest boner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry man. I I apologize.
2: I think that was the brown note from Allegoria.
0: Well, <laughs> it is the brown note. Oh, my god. that whole go movie right was a brown myself. note. Sorry.
2: Hydroberg, <laughs> you almost made me spit out my Diet Coke.
0: <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Well, fellas, um, it's a pleasure to be back here with you again this Absolutely. week. I was looking forward to it all day, getting me through a very tiresome Monday. <laughs> so,
0: you holding up okay, Jacqueline?
2: I'm I'm alive. You're wearing a
0: very nice robe, by the way. This like is if- a
2: robe I got for free. At Ulta, it was like a gift with purchase kind of thing. And you expect that kind of stuff to be crap, but it's actually awesome. And I've had it for like five years now. Is it soft? It's so soft. And it looks like it. It's very worn in now. And I accidentally left it in North Carolina last time we were there. And I made Joey go down this like, uh, you know, like wild goose chase to get somebody (laughs) to get in the house and send it back. (laughs) What? I did not want to buy a new robe. This is my robe. (laughs)
3: That could have been your Carolina robe. No. No, I got you. You wanted to really, you didn't really get to really like wear it either. So,
0: right. So,
2: yeah, I wanted it back. So now I have it and I'm happy. It cannot be replaced. You look
0: very comfortable. Very comfy. Yeah. I feel like with your,
2: I won't fall asleep, but John, I feel like with your scratchy voice and your tea, like your mug of tea, I feel like you need a robe too.
0: Yeah. I feel like I need one too.
2: Um, to go, to, go to Ulta and get it as a gift with purchase when you buy like <laughs> $80 worth ropes? of. No. It's <laughs> you like know a custom? beauty. Do you know what Ulta is?
3: I do. Yeah. I do. yeah.
2: Okay. It's like. They make face
3: things. wash and all that kind of stuff, right?
2: Yeah. Idris Elba works there. I was
3: just going to say he just did a commercial. With him, <laughs> <didn't he? laughs>
2: I bought this robe from Idris Elba. Mm. He could have sold me anything. <laughs>
0: You see this toothpick? <laughs> buy it. Or he's the oh, kind of God. guy that's more would- like more like buy
2: it. Take my robe
3: off his back, you
2: know? He does seem like that kind of fella, and I would happily take the robe off his back. Oh anyway.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. So John. Yes. Have you any horror news? I do actually. Heidelberg sent
0: me a really interesting story, and my fucking phone is not opening up right now because, I because my voice. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> voice command. Like very light. The phone doesn't. My plan again. Trevor Macy have signed a multi-year series deal with Amazon Studios. Yeah, they're mm.
3: leaving Netflix.
2: They
0: are leaving why. Netflix. I mean, that's amazing. So, do you think Amazon's
2: uh, I, giving them more money?
0: Or
3: maybe creative freedom more, or mm. they also might be able to put out uh, physical copies of their mm-hmm. stuff. That was one of the deals that he had with Netflix, too, on his stuff.
0: Yeah, mm. because Mike Flanagan did Haunting of Hill House, uh, Haunting of yeah. Blind Manor, Midnight Mass, and the Midnight Club.
2: Yeah, Midnight Club and... just
3: got canceled, too, but I'm wondering if that has something to do with him leaving.
0: Maybe.
2: Now, I know who Mike Flanagan is, of course, but who is Trevor Macy?
0: Probably a uh, collaborator.
2: Okay. So it's not like a name I'm supposed to know and I'm like a fool for not knowing it.
0: I'm sure somebody
3: will write us and let us know why we didn't.
2: Oh, thanks. I okay. should have known. That would be helpful. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to know what, what old Mike is up to. I'm curious yeah, to see I, if like I, his style yeah, will change or if like the the production value will go up or I'm I'm curious to see what happens when he starts producing content for Amazon. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think
0: Mike is very creative. I think this is a guy that really could take horror to a different level, almost yeah. like mm-hmm. you know, uh Jordan Peele or Ari Aster or Robert Eggers. Rob
2: Zombie. Yeah.
0: Oh, got Jacqueline in. got it in first. Well <laughs> yeah. done, Jacqueline. One of those
3: kind of creators.
2: Uh, I know I that like... Rob Zombie is known as an auteur. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Be, uh, in some circles, he is. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Mike Flanagan is definitely, like, top tier. Uh, yeah. He's a great storyteller, especially I feel like when he does longer oh, yeah. form stories, when he's given a longer uh, run time, like with these yeah. TV shows. I feel like, because his movies are not bad, but I feel like his TV show is really shine.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with that.
3: Yeah, and uh, Trevor Macy is and... one of his, like, main executive producers. It seems he's produced almost everything he's been and Mike's been
0: involved with, so. Right.
2: Okay. So they probably, like, work really well together yeah, really and, have, to you together. know, understand each other.
0: Yeah, I loved Hill House. Bly Manor oh. I was kind of warm, lukewarm on. but I didn't I actually watch Bly, Bly Manor. Out. You haven't seen it's it? It's good, but Mm-mm. it's just, I don't know, coming
3: off of Hill House, I didn't enjoy it as much. Right. Yeah. But Midnight Mass was definitely, like, that shot back up as far as quality for me
0: that's one i wanted to watch but i never did so you're scared yeah. of vampires aren't you a little bit <laughs> i hate them uh violent night uh Heidelberg, you 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 seen this movie right Seemed it. Yeah, seen it yeah seen it seen uh, it it's violent was it? And it takes was place it? at
3: night without without spoiling <laughs> it
2: <laughs> i don't know why that got me <laughs>
3: it's uh it's good man it's a fun it's a fun ride it's like die hard and home alone with i don't know just mixed together there's a lot of violence in it i mean obviously but like it's it's rated r for a good reason i believe that's it's still, still right?
0: laughing she that was a, funny. She, she had a him mic
3: i had a good time with it And everybody else that i know that's been seeing it has also been enjoying it yeah it's rated r so
0: well apparently because it's made 20 million dollars at the box office nice and you yeah, know what like,
2: like a 10 million
0: dollar love... uh budget
2: wow that's great
0: yeah it doubled it
2: and I'm sure over the next few weeks, it's just going to yeah, And the
0: closer we get to skyrocket. Crystal.
2: Yeah. Um, and you know what? I actually really like John Leguizamo. I don't know how big of a role he has in that. Hydroberg, do you care to comment?
3: Well, he, he's sort of like the main antagonist.
2: Okay. All right. Because I really like him and I feel like he needs to be in more stuff. Um,
0: Agreed. So he's
2: guy. really he's like a real defender and advocate for more Latino representation in mm-hmm. cinema, and I am behind that hundred percent. So, um, you know, I'm glad to see him in anything, and I'll, I appreciate voice for the. Hispanic I love
0: people. John Leguizamo. Anything that he's in, even the like the the shitty movie The Pest, he was great yeah. in that movie.
2: Even Super Mario Brothers.
3: I always think of him as uh, <laughs> Benny right, Blanco oh, from the, the Bronx. In Carlito's way.
2: Oh, I've never seen yeah. that one. All uh, right.
3: That's yeah, right. he's got a. You remember me? Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Oh, you should
2: like- watch it. It's good. Okay. All right. I like him as uh, Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet from Baz Luhrmann. Dude, he was so good
0: in that movie. Oh, so good. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Bong Joon who? Uh-huh. Remember him from Parasite? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a new movie coming out.
2: It's an Ooh. American
0: movie for real 17 yep
2: mickey 17 mickey that's an interesting title yep what do we know uh, march
0: 29th uh described as a sci-fi thriller starring robert pattinson tony collette mark ruffalo
2: hey
3: i like it yeah great cast right there yeah Yeah. that
2: gives me hope
0: Uh, sci-fi i dig that here, here's the thing about Parasite that I wasn't sold on it and uh, we were talking about uh, uh, oh, we got to give like props to uh, Straight Chillin' Podcast. They're going to release their 400th episode after we release this one. So, kudos to those guys. I actually didn't hear about this movie until they talked about it. Hmm. And, god Parasite is so good. Parasite hmm. is like, like one of those movies... Uh, was it two maybe three years ago two
3: years oh, ago 2019 i thought it was like maybe yeah. 20 years ago it's like a mix of uh genres too. that film it
2: is but well but... i've heard i've heard justin from straight chilling talk about how that's kind of a trademark of korean films a lot of the times is that they don't really confine themselves to just one genre the way that american films mm-hmm. tend to do like they they kind of take pleasure in mixing and you know, morphing morphing, and borrowing things from different kinds of genres so that it's somewhat indefinable or uncategorizable. Yeah.
0: Well, um, and, and I disagree a little bit only because I saw Train to Busan and mm-hmm. it was one of those movies that... It was a horror movie uh that's a, you know, a zombie subgenre, mm-hmm. but it made me emotional. I actually... It's got cried. dramatic...
3: Parts to it, which is yeah a little bit of that blend of genres.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it's like drama. family drama. Yeah. yeah, and and watching it, it was so good. And then hearing the boys talk about it or talking about uh, uh parasite, I watched it, and it was the same kind of emotion that was invoked in me. That it was like horrific, but it was also a thriller. It felt, and there's some dark comedy too in there. There was comedy in it, but I mean, I guess if you were going to compare it to anything. It'd be like Silence of the Lambs, where it was more of a thriller horror rather than just like straight up horror. Whereas Train to Busan was horror because it was a a, a, a zombie subgenre. Mm-hmm.
1: So,
2: well, I'm very curious to see this Mickey Seventeen. That sounds pretty promising.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, especially with the cast. You know, it's got Robert Pattinson, which he did a fantastic job in the Batman. Uh, Igerberg, Do you agree? Of course. All right. Uh, it's got Tony Collette. She can never do wrong. Mark Ruffalo. There you go.
2: Yeah.
0: I
3: dig it.
2: All winners to me. Uh,
0: Mickey this is 17
3: like... sounds like the name, like, like an alternative artist uses for himself. Like, Oh, have you seen the new exhibit? By Mickey <laughs> yeah, <17? no. laughs>
0: I actually one. said like when I first heard it, I was like, uh, I was thinking to myself as like, is this guy a DJ? You know, it's almost like a dead mouse or whatever. Yeah. You know, Mickey, Mickey seventeen. Okay, there you go. All right. Uh, Kevin Smith, uh, closer to your area, there. Heidelberg is hosting a Terrifier, Terrifier two, on December tenth at yeah. the what is that Smodcastle Smod Castle Cinema? Smod, yeah. S- uh, excuse me, Smod Castle. He
3: has yeah. a co- podcast called the Smodcast, so he has a bunch of stuff branded with that name. I know, oh, but okay. Cinema in New Jersey
0: Castle Cinemas in New Jersey yeah, yeah he's hosting uh Terrifier Terrifier 2 with the gonna... cast I believe I think the
3: cast will be I in the as yeah well.
0: I saw the cast was going to be there but moderating interesting enough is that uh, Damien Damien Leone's not going to be there but the cast is going to be there that's mm. weird maybe well, he, he had a sense.
2: prior commitment or something
0: yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do a Q&A and A, and like tickets are only like thirty seven dollars.
3: If I was a little closer, I'd maybe go. It sounds like a fun night, December tenth.
0: How far is that from you,
3: Hydrobert? I mean, it's New Jersey. It's another. I know, but but how far from where you're at? Could be anywhere from an hour, it's an hour and a half, depending on traffic.
0: Okay, okay, that makes sense. All right, hmm. that's all. Like, oh, Kirstie Alley passed away at the age of seventy one. I'm sorry that was yeah. the last minute we found out about that
2: for some reason i feel very shocked by this she's only 71 which seems too young to me and um it sounds like she had cancer that was only just very recently discovered yeah so i don't know that's frightening to me like the thought of finding out you have a terminal disease and then you know that you don't have much time left
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: scary thought it's, that's very sad i feel sad for her family I, didn't I don't know anything that. about her other than she's a Scientologist, but it makes me sad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's funny. I,
2: I, I didn't realize and she was
0: I'm... seventy-one though. I mean, yeah. it's it's like one of those things where it's like your 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 mortality goes. Oh wait, yeah, maybe she was.
2: <laughs> yeah, and guess what, buddy? You're getting older too.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna so lie. So that's, that's what my mortality is to me. That I had a crush on her.
2: She's a beautiful woman.
3: Yeah, when she was in Cheers. Oh, yeah, I was very young, but I was like, man, this lady's she's got something going on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. loved her in Shears, loved her in the I, I know these are look who's movies, talking. But I, yeah. Look who's talking.
3: Yeah, We once oh, yeah, came her like comeback with the Christie Alley show.
2: Oh, I never saw that. Actually. I think it,
3: I can't remember exactly. I think it was sort of like a it was like. A pseudo the reality, reality show? show, so it was like sort of reality, but also scripted. It was sort of like Curb Your Enthusiasm, but like it brought a lot of her oh. own personal stuff into the show, like her weight lo- her weight gain, and then her weight loss and stuff like that. I think image. it was
2: called Fat Actress.
3: Yeah, maybe that was it. I don't.
2: I think that's what it was called. I never saw it, but I just remember it because yeah, I mean, that, that, that title is memorable. kind of memorable. So,
3: uh, <laughs> real quick, there was one other story, John. I sent you. Uh, apparently, uh, Rob Zombie found <laughs> a uh, a still. From Because there was another ending to House of a Thousand Corpses that never got. It got lost okay. in the shuffle, like a ton of stuff from that movie he said got lost. Um, for, They were moving around a lot. And he, they found a still that um, showed like the truck that uh, Spaulding had, like the monsters, the monster place that he had. It had its own like truck. And apparently the end of the movie was going to take place in that instead of like his car. And like his uh, his like assistant was going to come out and grab. Our final girl instead mm. of um Otis. So there was like a one other there was like a it was, it was a very similar ending, but a little different aesthetically.
2: For some and reason, th- I completely thought you were setting up to make a joke about Rob no, Zombie, no. and I was like waiting for the punchline. That, no, that actually, would have that been a decided... good
3: place to slip in the Rob Zombie, but I put you he, to
0: he, it. Jacqueline did it first. No, so. I just
3: thought it was interesting. Kind of just yeah. came up recently. He's he shared a picture of it on his Instagram. Oh, sure! like the side of the truck and like, I think him or someone else uh, poking their head out of it, but that's, and then you can oh, try, and, what uh, his I have to find
2: that. Yeah.
0: Instead of the convertible of, of yeah. like Captain Spaulding having a truck and the, you know, the big big guy like grabbing the girl. So
3: yeah, it was going to be the, yeah, his assistant or whatever at the gas station. So, which yeah. actually kind of would have made more sex sense, like continuity wise. I, I feel like for the, yeah, for the film. Because so, having Otis jump out of the back seat just seemed a little random. Like
2: it is random.
3: Yeah. I, I, it,
2: it is. A rough yeah. It is. Film. It is what it is. You know. It's it it interesting. Yeah. Know, I still wish I had a, tapes one day. I still wish I had a gas station like that near my house where I could go and get fried chicken and go on a murder ride and buy <laughs> or look at some weird shit like the fucking mermaid, Fiji mermaid. I'd be yeah. at that place yeah. every week
3: yeah
2: and y'all are uh, lying if you don't say you would be too
3: quick shout out we shouted it out last week but it, the episode aired um this thursday um yes back in the porpoise episode i think it's 34 or 37 i want to say uh we covered fallen with g baby um yeah and steve uh i went on there um it was it was a blast uh that was we fun hydropos we to. talked demon time we spoke about Denzel we had a Denzel devotional it was just a great time and I recently listened to the episode and I was like because I was a little nervous I'm like I know my own podcast we do a good job but when you guess on something sometimes you're sort of like well it's not my thing like how, how am I going to sound how am I going to fit in with their vibe but it was just like hanging out with the boys and I know people thought like oh Hydraberg and Steve they're gonna butt heads I'm not gonna butt heads with some guy it's his show like I'm not gonna go on there and try and boss him around like you're I told him guest yeah I told them like a, a couple of things like oh you know when I first started listening to your show, I was sort of like this guy, Steve's gotta go. But then like he grew on me. <laughs> I started, Steve. yeah, I started like, no, nah, Steve could take it. He's a big boy. Like, but uh, no, we had a great time. Like, and I'm gonna go back go. on pretty soon. So
2: there's it, it, two hosts of the show. Yeah. This Heidenberg, one has gotta go. It was,
0: it was a really, really good episode. I love the way you guys discussed it. And you know, yeah. the one thing was is it like it's you know, it was very cohesive as far as the discussion you had. But Thanks. the one thing that we uh, don't talk about a lot, and we need to mention, is like the biggest thing of our show is the reach around, and it it just it I don't know what it is, is that every time, Jacqueline Hyderberg, when we go onto another show, that's the biggest topic of the Hyderberg <laughs> reach around plot.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody wants to know about that and talk about it and say and how much they love it.
0: I want to so say I didn't bring one in Hyderberg. Don't stress oh, about it.
2: On, on waxing the porpoise or today? Mm-hmm.
0: No, I have one for us show. I didn't bring oh, one. Oh, thank God. No, no, no. Answer. But I, I, I think the thing <laughs> is, is that, that you had mentioned that you get stressed out about it and that you're worried that it's not going to be cohesive. But one thing is, is that it is so good. So don't worry about it, man. <laughs> we love it. you for even if it's just a two second thing. You know, I the, feel like it's anything you do, like is...
3: you kind of criticize yourself a little bit inside, yeah. you know what I mean, when you do I something, understand. especially if it's like art driven. So you're always sort of bashing your own work. Sure. On well, Hydroberg, let me better. say
2: even your even your worst reacharounds are still like way above <laughs> what like most people could ever write so even your even your worst ones are good so yes. don't stress about it you've Agreed. never you've never Thanks. had a dud you have never uh, had a dud i'm me.
0: with jacqueline i i think they're all just mm. like they're gems
3: so i promise jim i'll bring one next time i show up on the show
2: <laughs> well really? i don't know if i want I, I don't know if i want to share your your talents. i know that's
3: what we talked about that jim mentioned he's like well it's your thing on your show so i don't expect you to bring one I'm like, I, I, was, I was kidding
2: i was kidding but that's that's more up to you whether you want to go to the trouble i mean i haven't shows. brought
3: one on any times i've guessed it so far on those shows
0: so uh not true when you picked uh aliens for straight well that's
3: different and, i've done that for joe that's that's me writing I, it in for the boys I, as a i
0: understand but that's still kind of a guest host thing. Oh, i guess, you, I guess. You, you weren't part of the whole thing but yeah you did your reach around and it was yeah. it was so that's good it. So. all right
2: well so is all right. that were those the only kind of promo things that you guys wanted to talk Sorry. about for now yes.
0: Jacqueline uh so we're kicking yep. off uh horrors of holiday Month and you picked Black X Smith <laughs> from 2006 um why the fuck did you pick this movie uh
2: I picked it well there's a couple reasons actually one just on a, on a simple level, we did the original black Christmas last year around this time. And I thought, well, what the hell let's do the remake this year. And then maybe next year we'll do the 2019 one just for the hell of it to say, we did all of them. I don't know. Um, so that was one reason. Another reason is, um, I've only seen this movie once or maybe twice. I actually saw it in a theater, like a day or two after it came out, I kind of have a fond memory attached to this. Um, It was a first date that I had with a guy that I ended up dating for like almost two years. Uh, And he's a wonderful person. I have nothing but like fond memories of him. And this was where we went on our first date to go see this movie. Uh, So I remember that. Like I remember the circumstances around it, but I don't, I didn't actually remember much of the movie itself. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, no not like that (laughs) no i actually watched it um (laughs) but it was just our first date Park. okay um but so i was like well i don't know like is this does this live up to my fond memory because i don't really remember anything about it i just remember kind of the emotional circumstances so i was like yeah let's revisit and see um i think that's about it i feel like this is
3: your bag though it's like a mid-2000s early 2000s slasher (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Well, that, that is kind of the other thing is that I have been on kind of a kick this year with the, the two thousands or early teens slasher remakes. Like we did sorority row. Um, well, last year we did the silent night remake that I, yeah. that I picked, which I will, which I still love and will defend. Uh, I'll die on that hill, but I, I won't reveal just yet whether I feel the same way about this one or not. So, but those, All
0: right, that's, so, those so I'm going to throw it to you. So ask the question to Jacqueline. <laughs>
3: uh are there any avocados on the burger
0: no no no, that's not <laughs> what i was asking uh,
2: not that does one this fuck or suck um well i sad to say i don't think it lives up to my like nostalgic first date uh environmental memories of the movie um i i, I hate to say it but i think it, it kind of sucks Hydraberg, what about you
3: uh like an unconsensual sex tape. This film just doesn't fuck for me. Yeah.
2: So
0: what does that mean? <laughs>
3: is I mean, unconsensual sex tapes are bad, John. Just like.
2: <laughs> did we need to spell that one out for you?
3: You did. <laughs> Sorry, I spit out my tea.
2: John, <laughs> what do you think? It's a
3: part of the film, too. So I was just making a note <laughs> of the movie.
0: Well, I have thought of this movie, and it was, at first, you're at a bar, right? So you're looking at this beautiful woman. You're going, this fuck is going to fuck. And then you get into the bedroom and it's like fucking a dead fish. And it's like, oh, this is like a flaccid fuck. And then all of a sudden it's, she leaves. So I'm going to say, um, this movie sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It's just really, it's like, like, like you get these expectations and you see these homages in this movie that you go yes no yeah no you know I mean it's like that. Mm-hmm,
2: so, mm-hmm. So, sorry. No, it's okay. I, I I I I sort of repent for my <laughs> choice here, but I you know it'll maybe it'll be a good discussion. So let's it give it a shot. And, let's give uh, it a shot.
0: Uh, should we do the spoiler? Spoiler
2: warning. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh right. We're talking about, about black. Christmas or Xmas from two thousand and six in its entirety. If you have not seen this movie, pause the podcast, go watch it, and come back to find out what we thought about it.
2: All right, Senor Berg. Yes. Do you have a reach around? Are those some like little lube drops you're getting ready there?
3: Yeah. yeah. I like to moisten my eyes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Helps me read. All right. It was an emotional around.
0: movie, by the way.
3: No, totally. It's gripping. Yeah. We'll get into it. It's gripping.
2: yeah, yeah. Just like your reach
3: Family drama. All right. Ready?
2: Mm-hmm. Ready? I'm going to mute my mic.
3: All right. <clears throat> On Christmas Eve, a killer escapes the loony bin, and no one knows where he's been. He can't be far with yellow skin. He went to meet his next of kin. It's then the killings begin. The walls of a sorority they come to infest, two killers born through blood and filthy incest. Sisters resolve, put through the test. A killer duo, they now must best. In order to live, they must work together. Or with Billy and Agnes, be family forever. They hide in the walls and strike with sheer terror. Father and sister slash daughter now come back together. Ridding their house of unwanted guests. Billy copping a feel on a drunk Lauren's breasts. It's all a dark tale, as the title suggests. Everyone's almost dead as Kelly fights to survive. Agnes, she munches on the dead sister's eyes. But our final girls keep their eyes on the prize. And escape with their lives. Left the house in flames, thought the killers to f- have fried, but they played dead for the coppers. At the hospital, they strike a couple ceiling poppers. Agnes attacked, but Kelly sheep shocked her defib for the win as she finally offed her. But what became became of her brother? He died a merry death as a Christmas tree topper.
2: Fantastic! That's awesome. Oh. So creative.
0: I sure. I should have muted my mic. Yeah, I was I'm laughing so hard throughout that. Um,
2: See, I've learned my lesson, John.
0: It's all good. It's like just okay, it's so, tiny so bit distracting. Billy, I'm trying to have that note. Billy had jaundice, right?
2: Yes. Okay.
3: Well,
0: um, just, what was the point
3: of it?
2: First of all, why? Why know. did he have jaundice? What
3: story? What did I it don't know. besides his mother rejecting him as a baby. Like that's the only thing I could think of.
2: He but then later, deformity. there's another but there's like another it tells us in the next sentence, though, that she re- she hates him because every time she looks at him, it reminds her of his father, who she hates so wasn't yellow, just stuck man. with. Yeah, yeah. They could have just stuck with that and skipped the whole jaundice thing. But he looked the so only thing I could silly think of, throughout the whole movie. They were
3: going for like a Grinch thing. There's sure. like a huge like hit. his Christmas lights that hit him when he escapes jail and he looks greenish.
0: She was fucking oh. the stepdad on the stairs, and he passed out because he got too drunk. And she, she and then goes she up goes and, and to fucks, her, fucks son. her son.
2: Okay, since you just brought that up, you just went right to it. You just went zero uh, yeah. to eleven. Yeah, there. yeah I, I uh, got
0: to because I mean that's the, uh, maybe the interesting part of the story. Maybe.
2: Well, it's okay. So here's my statement about that. Okay. I hate stories that are rooted in like child trauma. I hate it and I this is like a very silly movie and I, you wouldn't think that it would be like upsetting in any way, but I hated that. Um, just like I really had you remember last year when we were we were doing um, Silent Night and before we covered it, I started to watch the original Silent Night Deadly Night and I had to turn mm-hmm. it off because it was like about this poor kid being abused. And so I like I I actually had a hard time getting through this. It made me like really sad. I just I hate I hate stories that are rooted in like children being abused or traumatized or rejected or unloved. I hate it. <laughs> and like there's so much of that in this movie. I just I, I hate it. So that was like that was like really it, it would have been almost impossible for me to get over that enough to actually like this movie.
3: Sure. Yeah, it was. A, it's really disturbing. Like very disturbing. Also, just like goes kind of against her character because she hates him.
0: Right. The problem and, is is that this movie was so bloated in plot, like you didn't know what to follow. You didn't like 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 okay, so you're you're given red herrings throughout the movie. dude, mm-hmm. there's so many. I know, but but, they don't but even none of them, them are effective. Like They're none stupid. of them are effective. I mean you're herrings. just sitting there going like okay, so this is the killer No,
2: they lead you for B- a
3: minute Billy's? to think like, oh, maybe Kyle's the killer for a second, but he's not because they're showing us Billy and his sister anyway.
2: Right. I think for it's so obvious daughter. from the get go that it's both Billy and his sister. That's yeah, like, like because, all the red herrings are so obviously not it. Which is the because they made them yellow the first of all. It's so anytime like, the other like,
3: person shows up, they're not yellow.
0: Right. It, it, it's his sister, but it, it's his
3: daughter. <laughs> it's his daughter too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's just like, <clears throat> really. I mean, the kill just like,
2: why? Like, why was that? Why did that have to be the explanation for everything? I I don't know why
3: I personally just giving him a backstory is like one of the worst parts. anyway. like, there's no backstory at all in the OG one. And it works so well for that. Like really just mysterious thing.
2: Yes. I was, was like, going to say What the that. fuck are these phone calls about? And here yeah, it exactly. basically explains the phone calls, and that makes it so unscary. And that the we mom, don't know that I he's in the attic right away.
0: Yeah, and it was what? in and this.
3: They're like, oh, he's in the attic all the time.
0: So it it was a kind of a sequel. It was kind of a remake, but it was more of it's a, a sequel.
2: It's yeah, it's a remake. No, it's not a sequel. It's a remake. It, it, no, it, has it similar is character. a
0: sequel though. How no, much Billy Guy Cod. And he went to this is insane asylum, but he got no, out. No, Billy, no, no, no. He, didn't he got get caught, caught for the for original
2: crime.
0: For the original
2: crime when he was a child.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, again. So it's sort of like giving you a backstory of confusing. what how
3: the original Billy would have been, like what would have made him be the guy that hid in the attic and killed people. Right. But it takes right. away the the va- the ambig- ambiguity of the character, like the vagueness of him. Like sure. that's what works most like so good for his character.
0: Right. But the but, best but, thing I can could... And the Sorry, phone calls were always, she's my family now, she's mine. You know mm-hmm. that 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 was that was the phone calls, not the inappropriate, blah, 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 you know, whatever mm-hmm. it was.
2: The phone calls were not scary. No, 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 and like it's they even they even ripped, a, <laughs> they even ripped a line verbatim from one of the phone calls in the original, or it's like. What, and it's just like the uh, the tiniest little passing line that you almost don't even notice, except that I've, you know, I've seen it so many times, but there's like a moment where he's screaming, he's like, what your father and I must know is, and that's all you get of the sentence and it turns into something else in the phone call. yeah and But in this one, they actually explain just that little tiny snippet of dialogue. And it's and it's like the mother and the stepfather trying to find where Agnes is. Like, what have you done with her? What your father and I must know is, and it's like just don't don't explain, just don't. It's like it's almost like black, like just this. Bear with me on this analogy. It's like black. The original Black Christmas is telling a joke, and you laugh because it's funny. And then this movie explains the joke to you after you've already laughed.
3: Mm.
2: That's my assessment of.
3: There are elements of this like I I, I dig the beginning. I like the opening with the Christmas music, like the setting. I I thought I I like that. Like there's there's some nods to the original right away that I thought were handled pretty decently. Like we get uh, what's her name upstairs? Claire, she's Mm -hmm. doing gifts, right? And the killer is hiding there already. So we find out, I guess that killer was that was technically the sister because Billy had not broken out. So that was Agnes hiding under the bed. Yes. Uh, So. They do the bag trick, like they make you think, "Oh, there's the closet with the dry cleaner bags," but they don't use the dry cleaner bag gag, but they do suffocate her for a quick second with the other bag, mm-hmm. and then stab her in the head with the pen. So it's sort of like the the swerve right there. Maybe an nice nice homage trash bag. to
1: it. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Um, they do reuse that same bag a lot, or they maybe they like have a bunch of bags like you do when that you're, you're in the garbage that, in the bathroom.
0: Like to me, it you're pulling
3: out of it.
2: <laughs> maybe it's like I, art's magical trash bag that just yeah. regenerates yeah, just
3: regenerate. I it was,
0: yeah I thought it was stupid that they kept reusing that I mean it was just it, it was trash bags what three kills of the movie maybe so four. it sort
3: of makes sense that Agnes does it I guess because that's what her brother did on her um, I forget okay. did the mother okay. do that to the dad or the boyfriend did he do that I think to the dad s-
2: no I think they just he hit him in the head him. I think he just beat him, beat him right? to death yeah like, yeah, yeah.
0: Or stabbed him in the eye. I think was it? It beat him think too. Both.
2: I thought it was both. I know Agnes got stabbed in the eye.
3: Yeah, by Billy. Yeah. Uh, so like, I did like like the asylum scene. I thought it was funny. Uh, they play it a little heavy handed, but I kind of I like at first. I'm watching it. And I'm sort of like, okay, like they're giving nods to the original, but it's sort of a little bit of a parody. Uh, you know, they're doing they're doing the mid two thousands like slasher tropes. But I was sort of on board. I was like, okay. I'm down with it. It's and then okay, there's a little backstory to Billy, not so bad. Like, that's fine. You're going a little bit of a different route, you know. Um, I just and then, like, I just it just gave too much. Like, I thought it was funny. They called this the sanitarium's called Clark Sanitarium.
0: A nod towards yeah. Bob Clark. Oh, Bob, Bob yeah. Clark. Oh, yeah, Bob. the director of the first one. He was yeah. an executive producer on this, right? Yes, okay. I have I have
2: a lot of trivia. There's a surprising amount of trivia about this. Um, But yeah, I do have some trivia about um, Glenn Morgan, the director and his uh, working relationship with Bob Clark. So I did like the cast.
0: I love the fact that Andrea Martin, who was in the original cast, was the house mother. Yes, I
3: I was. was, Okay, I I was waiting for there to be somebody that was playing this because I thought maybe the nurse too at the hospital might have been from the original. I wasn't sure.
2: No, it was just Andrea Martin as Mrs. Mac
3: who played Mrs. Mac. Yeah. I thought she was a pretty good Mrs. Mac.
2: Oh, yeah. I thought she was great. I loved her.
3: She was actually kind of less like zany than the the first one. The first one was like really all over the place. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, she was quite the drunkard.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What? Andrea Martin? No, 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 no. Mrs. Mac in the first movie. yeah. 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 Oh, the yeah, cast is pretty yeah, good I it, actually though. watched it afterwards and it was like that one scene uh in the original where Mrs Mack actually hides that that poster where she's like covering her hand like mm-hmm. yeah there. It. it's a it's a peace sign but it's like two people having Naked.
2: sex. yeah, yeah. Hedgerberg, yeah. you were talking about the cast yeah
3: I, I think overall like the young actresses they were pretty good like uh uh Dana L- Lacey Chappert or whatever her name is like she's been, 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 been in a lot of yeah, Trevor. She's been in a bunch of stuff from around this time frame. I remember. Mean Girls. Yeah, I've always just I've always thought she was hot. But uh, she always mm-hmm. reminded me of like an alternate Jennifer Love Hewitt, like sort of Yeah. Like a doppelganger yeah. of Jennifer Love. But uh, I, I thought all the actresses were pretty good. I just don't think writing wise that they were given enough to do.
2: I agree uh, with that. I, I think the cast was strong as well. And I was like pretty willing to like go along with them. I was like pretty invested in them. I just yeah, I agree with you that like story wise there wasn't so much for them, unfortunately. But I like those were all pretty
0: dialogue. I I, I thought their dialogue was terrible. Um Michelle Trachtenberg was in there. Yeah. I I love the the fact that they paid homage to Margot Kidder, uh being like the you know, the drunk sorority sister Mm and passing out in the bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the, there was these little homages where you just like the like,
3: unicorn, Fuck. the glass, yeah unicorn. The,
0: the glass unicorn was like, like dope. I w- I went, that's awesome. And the fact that they paid tribute to Margot Kidder of, you know, the the drunk sorority sister just passing yeah. out in the bed was great. But, but the,
3: there's like wasted plot threads, like plot lines too, like Megan with the sex tape with Kyle. What was the point of that?
0: Exactly. Like,
3: Kelly finds I was... it eventually yeah so to what make kyle seem like a red herring or, or i just get face? that's
2: the only theory i can come up with about it's- that like just to make you think he's a bad guy and then maybe the killer
3: Okay, like because Kelly finds it, she gets really mad, right? But then it's dropped, she basically gives up on it. And yeah, like, well, and then he's he like coming along for
2: the ride, trying to search yeah. for the missing girls. Um, and there's
3: never a scene where her and Megan confront each other over it because Megan dies right away, yeah. So we never even got to see her being like, Megan, what the fuck? you know what I mean? Like that, that could have added a little spice to the, the drama, or like I don't know, just something. Some more yeah. interaction between well he did problem.
2: claim that the the tryst with megan happened, happened before first, yeah. he knew um i don't know anybody's name katie cassidy before he's with yeah, katie cassidy uh, it just all
3: seemed like wasted like i don't know i was like just like you said john bloated
0: yeah it, it was so bloated but it, but the thing was is that like 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 when the boyfriend's climbing up it was like that homage to the first one where you know uh-huh. the killers climb heavy up to the attic and it was just like That was good, but you fucked it up with like this bloated story of who the fuck is the killer, and then they go to this and they go to that. You're just like,
2: I I will say, I think that the only red herring that even kind of works, even for a minute, is Eve, the sorority sister, because I think she's the sister. Well, yeah, I mean, so what is not really a mystery almost from the get go is that okay, we know there's a killer who's not Billy because Billy's still locked up at the beginning and yet there's a murder. And I think we're kind of led to understand pretty quickly that it's Agnes, the sister slash daughter. Um, But we don't know what Agnes looks like at first. And so I think, Mm -hmm. tell me if you guys read it the same way, but at first it looks like they're trying to suggest that Eve, before we know her name is Eve, is really Agnes. Absolutely, because they do the
3: flashback of the sister part.
2: Yeah, when and then they cut right therapy. to Eve, and then they yeah. cut back to the present day, right to Eve's face, mm-hmm. and so you're like, oh, it's her, you know. Um, and then you find out that it's, you know, it's some, it I is Agnes, would have but it, it was her, was somebody else, yeah. I so would have too. that I worked mean, for she, a her minute. Her head
0: was on the top of the Christmas tree, right at the end. Yes,
2: yeah, the December like
3: Agnes, basically, she's gotten out of her insane asylum. Uh, they let her out, like she was reformed. Yeah. I guess she, she wasn't she didn't in escape. an
2: insane asylum; she was in an orphanage.
3: Oh, orphanage. Okay. Uh, obviously, she's tra- traumatized. And they, that's I don't know. Nobody ever caught it. Like. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so like she gets out and then she yeah. hides in this house for how we don't know how long she's been hiding there until Billy escaped, which she had no idea Billy was ever going to escape. Like, come on. Like, what? Yeah, it's keep not like they were coordinating huh? it. Yeah. And then like Billy's cell, too, is like you let this guy have fucking Christmas lights and a pen and like he's a fucking murderer. Like, you you're come on. That was assume. another
0: bad thing about the movie was the coloring scheme. Uh, 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 like to me, it just looked bad. The way they lit this movie and they, they I didn't mind the that. blinking lights.
2: I didn't mind it, it either. Christmas. I thought it kind of contributed to the Christmassy look of it. I
0: hated it. Like a lot but of will, dim
2: backgrounds lit by Christmas lights like, with colorful lights.
0: What? You know, it was like trying to throw those those red herrings at you of like, you know, this is yellow, this is green, you know, who's the killer? And it's just like it didn't do anything for me. So Whereas I, the original was like this one shot of the the Eye of the killer, and it was just like this this beautifully shot, just the eye of like, whoa, this is mm-hmm. freaky, like, but and it was so simple. This, it was yeah. it was overuse of color. Over,
2: overuse anytime I show the
3: eye of Billy in this one, it's because he's being a pirate, he's like looking at some naked lady, yeah.
2: He's creeping
3: like through the tile. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I mean, like, like in the bathroom like i mean it, it, you
3: know it the tile trick was interesting but like it's when you kind of break it down it's like how are you popping that tile out and then putting it back she There's was no vomiting
2: way. with extreme force
3: right yeah
2: that's how she popped no, i mean the tile with it, her it, it literally
3: tile that like it was meant to come up like he's been
2: oh keeping. you think oh okay. yeah it was already well, a hole but, under it
0: but the problem is is true. that she dropped her drawers on that the, the the part yeah. where he had so the, then he had another hole yeah, go look. He, he just was another another place where he could watch her at this yeah. perfect angle of like seeing her naked in the What if in he the stuck his language? Like, wow.
2: <laughs> I think that was okay. too small of a hole. <laughs> God. You uh, so, up, no. John, just back That's to the setting.
3: Uh, the uh I see the cinematography I thought wasn't too bad for this film. I I didn't mind the lights. What didn't what did bother me was the setting, the house. In the first movie, it's its own character.
1: Mm. It
3: seems ominous. You don't know exactly what the layout is. And like him, him hiding in the attic just seems believable in that film. In this film, it just I never got the sense. I don't know. This house just never seemed unsettling to me. Uh, It was more about what was happening in the house. But some of that was just silly, like they're climbing through the walls.
0: That's, I, yeah, I, that was my thing, is that, that you see this cinematography of, like, you see the, the, the antagonist just crawling through the walls or the ceiling or whatever it was, and it was just, it looked silly. And, and the nobody problem this I had ever? was, is every time somebody went outside, you don't see their breath. You know? Oh, it, my God,
2: again with the breath.
3: John is a he lived in fucking. He lived
2: in Wisconsin, Wisconsin. He knows what breath yeah, is. He so know about I, that breath outside. Exactly wrong, right. John. I didn't
0: yeah. even notice you go outside when it's cold, your breath is going to show.
2: That was like the whole reason no, what, he hated silence. Where was
3: this taking place? I forget.
0: I don't know.
2: Are we supposed to know? I don't I, remember. I don't know. I think they the original. Remember. Was the original at like Berkeley?
0: No. I, was to, I, I don't know. Maybe I just made I that up. Good.
2: Anyway, I'm not sure we're supposed to know. But, Hydroberg, hmm. I get your point about um, the house and not feeling like it was creepy enough. I... I don't know if this would explain why maybe it's for a totally different reason, but for me, I feel like the camera was always too focused in on characters. And I feel like I right. wanted a wider shot of the house yeah. to really be able to get a feel for it. You know what I mean? I think you might be right. Like Cause a there's a lot of shots of just it.
3: empty rooms in the original, right? Like yes. the character leaves the room and then we focus on the room for a minute. Like Billy yeah. might be here right now. We just can't see him. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, all the
2: and shots in this are yeah. just too tight. Like they're too close in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it feels a little right. claustrophobic even but i just because of that I, I feel like we never really get a look at the house
0: did yeah. you feel so. billy looked like uh the dude from uh sin city
3: he looked ridiculous
0: oh the yellow bastard yeah.
2: he looked like a yellow hulk to me i
0: yeah
3: he looked horrible
2: it he looked look like it. a
3: cheap ass yeah. grinch where they ran out of <laughs> green green dye and they were like we'll just go with yellow it's close. I like they didn't it's... want to get sued to make them green so we're like we'll just make them yellow and get those grinch you're a mean one mr bill mm.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh uh, you're i mean also oh no mr, know, mr. bill i also thought um claire claire's sister what is it Leia? uh lay lee what was her name lee, lee. mm-hmm she the actress is in bed, but I just thought her character was just wait. Like, there's no point in that character. There was up.
0: no point. For that her.
3: character could have been played by one of the girls that was already established. We could have had two sisters survive together. I would have preferred mm-hmm. to see that have the two sisters bond, maybe two sisters that don't get along. Maybe Megan have Megan and fucking Kelly, who had a dispute over the sex tape. They have to band together to get the fuck out of there. And they right. do. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no mm-hmm. reason for this extra character to just show up out of the blue. And save the day. It just felt forced. Like, I know she's supposed to be sort of like the dad, like in the first
2: one, yeah.
0: but he doesn't do any of that.
2: Yeah.
0: And he gets killed. So yeah. the sister was like 11 years older, I guess? Yeah. Okay. They were like estranged a little bit. Yeah.
2: They didn't really know each other. And so it's, it's just like, why? Why? Why is she there? I agree. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, just not here. So wh- I'll, I'll get into this more when I get into trivia, but I get the sense that, what's his name? Morgan Glenn Morgan, the writer and director. I get the sense that he actually wanted to make, he, like he had ideas for a really good remake, but it sounds like there was a lot of studio in, um, interference from the Weinsteins.
1: Yeah. Oh, who really? Who kept
2: pressuring him to like more ramp up the, the gore and yeah. stuff. <laughs> Yeah. So again, I'll get into that more in trivia, but it sounds like they kind of ruined it, and he has—he's on the record as saying like that he is not happy with this film, and he like doesn't claim it as his own. And he's like, he said something about like um, uh, one of the Weinstein's like he, he came in and urinated on my film, basically. Um, uh, he you know, probably
3: being, he probably actually did that.
2: That <laughs> yeah, I probably did. T- <laughs> um, no, but I so I feel like you know. If we had maybe gotten something closer to Glenn Morgan's like true vision for this movie, maybe it would have been better. I I get the sense, and so and also with Bob Clark being involved, like you would think that you know with somebody who uh, Glenn Morgan is known to be like a huge fan of the original Black Christmas, and so somebody who's a real fan wants to tell a good story, has Bob Clark, you know, kind of giving his blessing and working yeah. with him on it, like you would expect to see something good um, as a result. There are elements
1: and of just,
3: that. You Sorry. can sort of see like, yeah and so there's elements of that where you could see where the film was trying to be an homage in a in a respectful way it yeah felt, and- it
0: felt like like you got the backstory of Billy um but then all of a sudden it it, it did become a Weinstein movie of like
3: mm.
0: you know you saw this extra long shower scene or mm. you saw this extra long that's sexy. actually one of my favorite
3: parts John <laughs>
0: what's that I was just kidding
3: I said that was actually one of my favorite parts Oh, that shower
0: scene! I'm just kidding. It well, was not necessary. Mean, it, it, you could take just, a shower like, like, like knowing that it it just felt like it could have been. You got a little bit of a, a backstory of of Billy, which oh, that's fine, but this just didn't. It wasn't show cohesive. Him it didn't feel you see like his face
3: good. like right away.
0: Yeah.
2: I think that's I think that's the biggest sin of this movie is like over showing over explaining. Mm-hmm. It's it's really no different from just like killing a joke. Right.
3: Um, I guess they were like, well, Agnes is the one that you don't see as much. Right. So like they're going to they're going to they're gonna throw us Billy and be like, oh, you're see- seeing Billy now. And then we're not supposed to realize that Agnes was a, a character for a while, even though we kind of deduce it right away. I mean, you see yeah. her long hair on the bed at the beginning. Yeah. Right. I just thought maybe billy was wearing a wig or something like that addressing like a girl like i was like oh i don't know maybe he's confused sexually or who knows you know he had sure. sex with his mom well, we who know. could blame like, him after right, the horrible and,
2: childhood and, and yeah. jacqueline
0: you, you brought rob zombie up before but i mean like i mean i mean this with the utmost sincerity is like like bringing billy in as a sympathetic character of like you're just like you feel so bad for him of what he's gone through in his life and you're like oh Okay, this is why he became the way he became. And being a sympathetic sympathetic character is just a rough thing with a character that you hate, but you love. That, that it's just like, oh my God, this is our antagonist. And I don't care where they came from. They just, they're a fucked up individual, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: they I reveal just, too
3: I much.
2: I agree. I yeah. think I, it. I I, I, I think it just like, it takes away any of the kind of like mystique. It takes away any sense of fear, because when you understand him that much, it's like you know it just becomes less frightening because it's less mysterious. There's no, there's nothing left of the unknown, and of course that's yeah. the scary. In the thing. original,
3: he he hides. He skulks around. He he grabs a couple people, kills them, hides their bodies. Mm-hmm. For the longest time in the in the movie, nobody knows that he's even there. Nobody even knows that certain people are missing. Yeah. Right. And he's just the ma- terrorizing them. The
2: majority of the movie goes on with yeah. like them kind of unaware he's that he's them.
3: there. There was no police involvement in this. They didn't show up. They didn't search the house. They didn't do any of that. There was no the calls coming from inside the house. They sort of tried to do that with the whole oh, he's calling from so-and-so's cell phone you know, because they had the cell phones that just yeah. started being a yeah. thing. So <laughs> they tried to do that sort of with the cell phones. It didn't work, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, it wasn't like I I mean I wasn't there was really there was really never any moment of suspense for me. Yeah. And the violence was not like hey, the
3: calls coming from inside your coverage area which could yeah. be anywhere from 3 to 4 miles. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> well, and then Can also um <laughs> uh, the the violence in it like when I read that information about how the Weinsteins interfered with the script and, you know, demanded more gore and this and that. There's a lot in this movie that was like there inserted is. after the fact that you might be the surprised. Cookie scene? Yeah. scene yeah, that's, that's one of them um, that it's like, it kind of clicked for me when I read that, like something that I was trying to articulate in my, in my own mind when I was, you know, writing notes down for this movie, which is that like, this might be a weird way to say it, but the violence in this movie feels kind of soulless to me. It feels like very rote and like just it's almost like a little assembly line of like now we gotta kill another one, now we gotta kill another one, now we gotta kill another one. And it's like it feels kind of meaningless. It's just like it it feels like it has very obviously been crammed in there just to like meet some kind of like kill quotient.
0: Yeah. And so it just doesn't
2: like Yeah, there was a
0: there was a scene down in the crawl space where um Lacey Charbet was going down there to try to turn back on that. And why the fuck would you have you a your breaker down there? Yeah. A breaker. Yeah, why would you put your- it in, in a crawl space? You know, why would you have innovation? an entrance to that
3: crawl space uh, in the house? Why would you have to go all the way outside just to yeah, get to exactly
0: it? right? And the thing was, is like, there was this three pronged, uh, like, uh I, I don't know like
2: like a little gardening rake, like a tool little mini rake or something yeah, yeah it was yeah. A,
0: and it got killed by that and i just it, you know the kill was like so uninspired you just look at this and like
3: i would like to see the prongs come out of like her eyes or her face the front of her face it,
0: it would have been more inspired but the thing was is like like it was from behind and you know the camera shot was like of her face and then she just like did this great it's acting. So weird yeah, it was great acting. I mean, like the look on her face was like fantastic. But it's like, what did you get killed by? So like the original, uh-ho. I feel like, yeah, she's a hoe.
2: No, I mean like <laughs> a little gardening. <laughs> it, good,
3: it, was. it was. It was like a gardening. Yes.
2: A little, little, little
3: Dirt rake. Yeah. Um, she, got, she
0: got killed and by. Because
3: so, like the the original doesn't have all that gore. It has some gore, but it's mostly all shot off screen. Like, and somehow that makes it scarier than actually showing it. Like all the all the stuff that they show us in this film takes away from the allure of the the original like not seeing much of billy not knowing much of billy not seeing all the kills just knowing that someone got killed and then nobody in the house knows showing the unsettling shot of the rest of the house and people downstairs going about their business not knowing what's happening two three fours above them and then you know for an hour or two the rest of the night they have no idea claire's stuffed up in the fucking attic like Right. It's, I don't know. It just works
0: so For well. Days. In me, but,
2: it's like several days yeah. that go by. This well, movie yeah. takes place in one night, but the original yeah, is Christmas like a year. few days. Yeah. five Heiderberg,
0: I agree with you. I love yeah. the shadow play of this is that yeah. you don't know what's going on, but you see Billy or, or whoever might be Billy is passing by the light, but not going downstairs, not, not indulging in killing. You know, it was just more like stalking.
2: Mm-hmm. he's just
3: watching naked ladies in the shower.
2: <laughs> but Heidelberg I <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree with what you just said that like the original is actually is actually very surprisingly like understated and very reserved. Mm-hmm. There's not much there's really not much that you see but it's all suggestion and it's I find it so effective. It's like it's almost yeah. a quiet it's almost a quiet movie. Um, it is. And this movie I find to be like very bombastic.
3: Yeah. And there is more drama between the sisters in that film, too. Like we get a, a, a I forgot her name. What was it, Jenny or the one who, who might have been pregnant? Jess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with her boyfriend, who was like the pianist. Yeah. yeah. The penis. Um, yes. Yeah. And just like, even though, like, I don't know, like this film just doesn't have any of that, like it could have. Yeah. We just see a bunch of sorority sisters being catty to each other sometimes. And like that with that's, you know, that's a trope. Like that's not enough to carry a whole film. You know, Mm -hmm. there should have been a little bit more dialogue between them, or a little bit more anything, just to hear about their their lives at home or just something.
0: Well, any kind of like like connection between them. I mean, just emotion or whatever it was. Yeah. So then their deaths are more. It's like behind you is that it's showing a picture of like a dead body or something like that. But that was like our big shot of somebody looking between the tree underneath, and that was our big shot of. You know the the money shot of Billy looking through the uh was it uh upstairs in the original you know uh in but, the closet just
2: a closet door
0: yeah and it, yeah, was, it was like, just like in between same the kind door. Of yeah shot, you know paying homage to it but it was just like
3: so- and his eyes were like bloodshot too they were they had this weird redness to them
0: yeah
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, they looked, his eyes looked insane yeah. in that first one.
3: I mean, maybe so, he was yellow. We don't know. We never saw
2: him. We, how would we know? <laughs> uh, I feel like, you know, a lot of my dislike for this movie, and I suspect y'all's too, comes from it's, like, just so obvious inferiority to the original. How do you think you guys would feel if this were called something else and didn't have any overt, like, references to the original? It was just a standalone thing. Would I think you be it would more be forgiving silly. of it? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, think I would take itself. it more for
3: face value, like, oh, it's a silly slasher about Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and the, you could you could have played the whole trope of, or the, uh, you know, the, the whole brother-sister thing. You could have played that up, like, the sister's been hiding. Like, you could have done it better. Uh, I don't think that was total trash, but, th- I mean, I don't really need two killers anyway, but I think they wanted to swerve from the original.
1: Mm-hmm. It's,
0: it's fine if that's the way you wanted to play it, but... Um... The killer in the original is Billy, so it's like it's hard to separate myself from that. Well, pretend his name's Timmy in this one instead. Timmy, um, and his sister Millie. Yeah, I don't think I would, <laughs> I would never watch this movie. I mean, and again, it, if if it was called Timmy's Christmas or whatever it was, mm. okay, it's man. called Black Xmas, uh, Black Christmas, if watching it to be no i I can't i'm sorry jacqueline i can't separate myself from the original
2: that's totally legitimate that's that's why i asked the question like i mean because it's i mean for me it's almost impossible to separate them so i mean I i can't really like assess this movie without comparing it to the original see i only just
3: saw the first one within the last year or two Maybe if I had seen this one first, I I wouldn't have been so high on it anyway. But right, it wouldn't mm-hmm. have had that extra baggage.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yes. I think if there's one thing that this movie does really, really well, it's remind you how good the original is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: it does. <laughs> I was so. like, man, should I just watch the original and tell him I watched this one instead?
2: I think we would figure it out pretty quickly If you did that I
0: actually did watch the original After I watched it Good for you, you had to wash that taste out of your mouth huh? I did, I really did And it was just like I love the homages that they did with it Like you said, Jacqueline I mean, the the director really wanted to Keep within that But like The the pieces of shit that were producing it Mm. It was just Mm -hmm. like Okay, so we gotta keep within these parameters, and
2: it's just yeah, really. I mean, mm-hmm. John,
3: is that how you lost your voice when you were watching the original again? You were doing Billy impersonation. He's like, Oh, that's me, it's me, Billy. Oh, he did I that
2: for two hours straight.
0: straight. i, and you just I lost was just your like, voice. What the fuck, man, she's a <laughs> Billy
3: voice? Don't it's take... me, Bill. I just want to let she's you know, not that this movie sucks, she's not family, it's remix shitty.
2: Oh, yeah, they said that like 5,000 times. I was like, Okay, we get it. Like, yeah. she's family my family, family now. Okay, yeah, she's we get family it. Now. Oh, yeah. Overused.
0: Like
3: friends God. to the end and fucking child's play. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so like Let like the go. ending where they bring both uh killers to the morgue. Like we don't think that these bodies would have been checked for signs of life, like they would have been maybe because they were pulled, True. they were inside the wall when we last saw them, right? Both of them. So like mm-hmm. they either got out of the wall and then played dead, or like what was their end game? Maybe that is one tie-in to the other the other film, the original, is that there's some shoddy police work in this one as well. Um And then...
0: That was the beautiful thing about the end of the movie is that you don't know. Okay, so it was shoddy one? Oh, yeah, the
3: first work. one, yeah.
0: Yeah. So no, it worked. But I'm just saying it was call. something
3: I, I criticized in the first one. There was some I mean, shoddy police work.
0: Right. But you hear this phone call, and then it was just like, movie ends it was like
3: but i'm talking about the ending on this film john right this and so what i want to talk about is i want to talk about billy crawling around in the ceiling in the hospital i want to talk about how they escaped the hospital or their body bags nobody knew that they were dead or thought they were dead Oh, we'll just just stuff them in there whatever fine I'll, i'll look past that uh, what I can't look past is them hiding. I know that hiding in the attic or the walls is like their thing at their house. But you're in a hospital and they're, <laughs> That's they're their hiding favorite hobby. <laughs> I know it's like, let's go hide in the walls together. Yay. Uh it actually would have made more sense if they were both siblings that got along, you know, and they hid from mom and her abusive ways in the fucking walls that together. Was your dad, though. And like, no, whatever. Uh, yeah, I know you didn't have to have that. Like if they just had that as a, a throughway <laughs> between the two, like why they were bonded so much together, that would have made more sense. <sighs> um but what I want to make what bothers me is that when they hide in the fucking drop ceiling of a hospital I don't know if you guys have ever poked around in a drop ceiling you can't uh, it can't fucking hold a grown ass man no, it's, no. It, it won't, won't a woman it's, it'll it'll snap and they stuff yeah. a body up there too like those things are not meant to be crawling around this isn't Die Hard like or <laughs> aliens Seriously, like it, I no, was just its like,
2: like basically just like me, foam I, board. I mean, it's foam would...
3: board with little pieces of metal that just connects enough for the foam and like cable and stuff to go through there. Like everything That's else is suspended by yeah. straps. Like there's no way you're fucking crawling around through that thing without falling through like a dumbass. Like I would have loved to see him just fall through into the wrong room. How does he know which room he's even popping through? Like it was just—I'm like the movie had already sucked by then anyway. So I was <laughs> like, okay, here comes a shit. <laughs> yeah, this is like
2: the last 15 minutes. Singer.
3: Yeah, the yeah. extra ending where we think they're dead, but they're not.
2: Nah, it was it just wasn't good. And I mean, how killed, long was
0: this it movie? It, felt, it, it was felt like an like hour, and, and th-
2: it was less than an hour and a half.
0: Was it really?
2: It, felt it was well. like an hour and twenty-six oh. minutes or something. No. Oh. I think the it feels long because the the pacing is not good, and there's nothing to like really care about, and um, we don't. I feel like um, they deliberately didn't make one of the girls like an obvious main character because they didn't want to communicate like who the final girl was going to be so they tried to give all the different sorority sisters like roughly equal screen time and you know kind of equal attention in the story and all that so that you don't know like who's going to die and who's going to survive so i get the purpose of that but it also kind of doesn't give you anyone to like latch onto or follow through the story and i think that makes it feel longer
3: I thought the girl, the brunette in the red sweater, the one who kept getting like, she kind of seemed like the voice of reason. Like, we need to call the cops or whatever or whatever. She was like, I thought she Are was going to be. the. About- I can't remember her name. I can't well, remember so any actress.
0: So he's he's the guy. Guy. <laughs> me, too. I don't know Me Damn
3: it. What's her name? She had the red sweater and she was like the one that was like, Remember, she was the one who's like, at least my family wants to be with me.
2: Oh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Uh, Heather. Was- yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: She was in um, Cloverfield Lane, right?
2: Oh yes. Yeah, she was and also actress Death in Proof. And- yeah, she's
3: a good that's actress. Awesome. Um, and I thought she did well in this, well enough with her role. But that's what made me think, like, oh, she, she's, she's gonna be the final girl, or she's the one that at least knows what's going on. Like, and then, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, have you guys watched that together. Wednesday
0: dance from Netflix? That was oh. random. <laughs> I have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, By the way,
2: there's a, there's a dance sequence in the
3: new Wednesday it was, Show, it was which is really good. good. It's really cool. Jenna Ortega's killing it. Dude, and she, she came up choreographed she, that dancers. She, so.
2: she she owns 2022. Yeah, yeah she, she does. does. But anyway, um, and if Jenna yeah. Ortega
3: was in this film, it would have been so much better. It would have been, been actually.
2: Yeah, except Jenna Ortega been. Been. was like five when this movie was. Made.
0: Oh, fuck. But,
3: yeah, Jacqueline, sad. you're right. Like, I, I kind of like that they try to swerve. Like, who's the main girl? Like, that's an interesting premise. None of the characters are fleshed out enough for us to care, though. Yeah, who is who? Like, give me some meat on the bones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though it's a short film, it feels long, right? Because yes. we just don't, we're not invested. I don't it's need to see the... Bill the walls 18 times. I don't need to see his eyeball through the wall all the time. Who, like... said,
0: who, who said Eve at the beginning? Because I felt that Eve could have been. Yeah. Okay. And exactly. she's right. You're, you're right. I mean, Eve could have been the killer, but like her head's on top of a tree.
3: Yeah. And even if she's it... not the killer, make that. Leave some more breadcrumbs to make us think that longer.
2: Yeah, let but, let her be a red herring for longer. For it was longer, working yeah. At first, and that's fine. That's
0: fine. But but this movie extended out to where it's like, nope, you know, Eve's not the killer.
2: Yeah, let's extend yeah, this out was, a little bit longer. It was just like a missed opportunity. It was just like they tell us
3: that there's two killers right away. Like when right. that should have been the swerve also. Like
2: yeah. Well, and and so back to Heidelberg, Back to the point you were expanding on. It's like. They're trying to give all the sorority sisters equal time, but they still don't feel fleshed out because I think they spend too much time on Billy and the, and his whole backstory. Yeah, and it's like we don't need they could they could have saved that and spent that time on the women instead, and we would have cared more about them and what happened to them, and then maybe those deaths wouldn't have felt so like empty.
3: Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to see Billy as a baby. I don't want to see Billy as a baby. I don't want, I don't see want Billy Billy to see Billy getting sympathetic by at his all. Mom, I don't
2: want yeah. to I just mm-mm.
3: like I don't, I, don't need to, I understand, you know, he's a human being. He was born. He was a baby at one point, but I don't need to see that. Right? Because in the first film, he just seems like a demonic almost entity in a sense. Like we know he's a man, but he's so evil because we never get to see him. We we see his eyes. We just hear his fucking jibber jabber on the phone like it all works so perfectly in that film and like right. ruin
0: <laughs> That's but fun. that was the homage is that you hear the the sister daughter with Billy. And it's just like.
3: what? Yeah, so I guess like what? that was they were explaining away why Billy, like in the first film, you hear Billy doing his mother's voice or like what we what we speculated might have been a mother's voice. Or when we know. Yeah, because yeah. I was wondering, like when we did that review, it was like, oh, maybe that's why we heard a, a female voice, because it was maybe supposed sure. to be his mother. Maybe she was abusive. Like they right. never actually tell you that, but they leave enough. And they don't need to. Need to, to, to. Yeah. About it. yeah. And then in this, you're right, John. Like, I didn't even think about that. That it must have just been like so now I'm picturing them both holding one phone, like on either end, like, hey, hey, uh, hey it's me, Billy. Hey, oh, it's oh, me oh, no, it's me. No, no. No, no, Yeah, it's like, come on. Anyway, to at least Jen, did, to, we to have a female the, Billy voice you can do if you want to join in with me and John. No,
2: thanks. No, I'll skip <laughs> it. But um well, and but the I the idea of there being two of them, that also makes it less scary for me because in the original I didn't think of Billy as, like, pure evil. I thought of him as, like, just pure, like, psychosis. Yeah. Um, Like, to me, he was just so fucking, like, his mind was just so deranged that it's, like, that he was, like, unrecognizable as human, you know, in Mm -hmm. his behavior. And so, to me, it's a lot scarier to think that one single person is doing all those really different voices that sound like they must be different people. And so, it's really frightening to me to think, oh, my God, like, what human can do that Um, as opposed to like, oh, there's two of them that that's yeah. way scary to me.
0: That's what was scary to me in the, the original was that I, you know, it was just this, this look of like, just, you know, unblinking, just staring at this person. And it was like,
2: mm.
0: this is scary as shit. Yeah, it really was. It's to me, like, the scariest Michael thing in the original is
2: those phone calls.
0: Yeah, it's like Mike Myers getting up. You know, you think he's dead, you know, and, and back in the day, like, it, you know, Laurie just sitting there going, ah, oh, killed him. And all of a sudden he just sits up. You mm-hmm.
3: know, I would have loved it in this one since they had cell phones, if they got like weird texts and Billy was just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they were just random letters
2: like, <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm coming for you. I'm going to kill you. And then like XXXYYYZZ. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> laughing emoji. Yeah, yeah. Shit all right. Emoji. Poop well, emoji, we. Poop emoji. We've been at it for a while. Do you guys have any other main points that you want to make, or should we go ahead and give our ratings?
0: it's boo boo. <laughs>
2: That's it. That's uh, all we need to say. Yeah.
0: Hey, you picked this movie, so go ahead. I did. I did.
2: Off. Well, I feel like this movie is a, a problem of like wasted potential. Mm. Because I don't think it had to be bad. I think that there could have it could have been cool to see an updated version of it. The original does feel very 70s to me. And that's not a bad yeah. thing, but it does feel dated. Um, and I feel like it might be a hard sell on younger audiences. And so I don't innately hate the idea of remaking it. But I just think it, it was kind of some squandered um, opportunity. And I don't necessarily even blame the director for that. It sounds like really the Weinsteins were kind of like the... You know the disastrous force there, <clears throat> um, but I mean, I I kind of said everything I think about it. But just to summarize, the main problems for me were they show and tell way too much about Billy. Like, it's not that it makes him too human; it's just that it takes away any sort of suspense or mystery or dread that that you feel from the Billy character. I think it's made overly complicated with the addition of Agnes. As I said, I hate the the whole backstory with the abusive mother. I just don't like to see that. Now, that's not a criticism of the movie per se, but it is just something that, in my own personal taste, really turns me off. I don't I don't like to see child like children being traumatized or abused or neglected. I hate that. <clears throat> um, I think I think it devolves into silliness too much. Um, I think particularly with the Billy character and him running around looking yellow and I feel like the makeup job on the sister just looks silly she's played by a man and um I I don't know it just it looks it all looks too fake like Billy's yellow skin looks fake and it almost looks like he's like a Muppet or something (laughs) um and then Agnes is is clearly being played by a man I don't know if that was done to look intimidating but it just looked silly to me um I just didn't think it worked I don't think it worked um and like i said before you know i think that there's problems with the the way the violence is used here just feels kind of empty um because it seems as though it was just crammed in kind of methodically to meet some kind of a quota and it that that seems obvious like that comes across obviously when watching the movie and so i just it 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 all of that stuff just really takes away from my enjoyment of the movie I do like the actresses I feel like the cast could have done so much more um, if they'd been given better material because these were all like really hot kind of in demand actresses at the time and most of them had done some horror already uh, and so they were kind of seasoned in that genre and I just would have really liked to see them you know apply more skill I think and, I, and again I don't blame them for that uh the movie does have some nice little homages to the original. Heidelberg, you named one of them when you pointed out that the sanitarium was called Clark Sanitarium it was a little nod to Bob Clark. Um, there's there's a few others. Uh what else? I don't know. It feels <laughs> it feels Christmassy. So that's good. I want Christmas horror movies to feel Christmassy. It feels pretty Christmassy. It does.
3: Especially in the beginning.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, another negative, I, I, like you said, Hyderberg. I don't like the house. It's not given enough. It's not given the proper attention. I think it's not. It's yeah. not shot as effectively as it could have been. So, yeah, those are those are the major points for me. I don't really feel the need to give more detail than that. So I'm gonna give this three point five out of ten Christmas cookies.
3: Uh. Crunchy, chewy Christmas cookies. Ugh. Gross.
2: Yeah. 3.5 out of 10 is my score. John, you want to go next?
0: Sure. Um, I had zero problem with the acting in this movie. I thought the mm. acting was actually done pretty well. Uh, I disagree with you with the aesthetic of Christmas. It just it it, it just felt like they were on a studio. Um, no breath, no yeah. I, I think. That we've seen other movies where it's just it feels like Christmas. Uh, yeah. Cold. You feel that. I didn't feel that at all. I love Andrea Martin in this. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was so dope. I, I I think that was the biggest callback to the original that that you know felt so right, you know, of mm-hmm. her being the house mother. Um man, there was just the gore was, it sucked. I mean, it was just felt, eh, you know, like the me type thing of like, okay, this is a slasher movie. I was surprised that they put. I guess I'm gonna take that back. Uh, I was not surprised by the uh, nudity that they put in this because you said it was the Weinstein brothers. So, um, I'm gonna take that back. Um, this could have been so much better as a sequel you know maybe of what where billy came from but coming back to the house but it was it was so bloated like the plot itself was so bloated of this is where billy grew up however it became a sorority house however billy wants to come back to this however billy had sex with his mom and had a daughter which is his sister And it just felt I I, I couldn't follow along with this movie. It was like, you know, a lot. uh, The beginning to me was so awesome because it was like this classic Christmas song. And it was just like, yes, I'm I'm ready to get down with this. But as it went along, it was just like, no, 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 stop. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) It was like. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm done. You know, by the end of the movie, I was just, I, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, mm, whatever.
2: Yeah. Don't um, worry out.
0: It did. Uh, <laughs> Jackie was fine. Uh, Andrea Martin. I love the literal homages to, to the original and uh, the Weinsteins being a part of this. I got to give this. I'm sorry, Jacqueline. I'm going to give this a 2.5 out of 10 uh, Christmas cookies.
2: Okay fair I don't be I don't begrudge you that score yeah Hydra Berg
0: uh
3: yeah uh so uh some pros for this film it's a good looking film I thought I thought for the most part the aesthetic I, I enjoyed um I did think that they they got a good Christmas theme going for it for the most part in the beginning I do think they lost sight of that though as the film went by uh you know we had you know an icicle killed somebody and some stuff like that but I don't know. That's I don't know. It sort of lost it on me. Uh, I didn't notice the breath thing, but I'll take John's word for it. And if, if that's a thing, I mean, yeah, that sucks. That's shit. That's like shitty. Film. Like, come on, guys. Like, you, like they're out the of cult. attention
2: to detail. Yeah.
3: Like, just like the rest of the film, it just speaks for the, how the film is created. Um, there's some pretty good gore, I thought, in this film, even though, like we said, it's kind of not needed. Like, I thought some of it's done well, like the eyeballs being ripped out, and stuff like that didn't look so bad. But um, I don't know, I'm just trying to give it like a plus on that side. Um, but it also didn't need it. So if they had played it right. Uh there's some good nods to the original, I thought for the most part, uh, especially in the beginning, I feel like there's some decent ones. Uh, I do like, I, I'm kind of looking forward to trivia to see what else I might have missed as far as nods. Um, I did like the cast as well. I thought there was some up-and-coming actresses that were pretty good in this, and like Jacqueline said, some of them had already like you know, um, done some act. They had some acting chops in the, in horror, and um, I just would have liked to see more about their character. Like their characters given more to do. Like I don't need to see more about Billy and his his yellow skin and all that other bullshit. I just don't need it. Um, give me more stakes with the characters, uh, so that way when you do kill so and so, like I'm like, oh man, you killed so and so. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the, the I'm calling them so and so because I didn't bother to remember who these girls were because yeah. they're throw. They're just throwaway characters. They're bland.
2: It's a shame. Yeah,
3: There's characters that literally are just show up out of nowhere in the middle of the film. Like, hey, you know, like, who the fuck are you? You're so and so's aunt. <laughs> like, OK, whatever. Uh anyway. Uh, poor writing convoluted plot. It's just all over the place. Like pick pick a fucking a road and go down it, you know? <laughs> just all over the place and maybe yeah. production uh, woes had something to do with that. You know, the Weinstein's pissing on the film, literally pissing enough on the film that it made the antagonist yellow. Like that's how much <laughs> he pissed on the film.
2: That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot of piss. Yeah,
3: I, I Like I said already, I wish we got into our main characters more. I just wish there was more there mm-hmm. Uh trying to paint too many red herrings. Like I get where you're going, but you just like another like pick a road, man, bro. Give me like maybe two red herrings and stick with that. And that like actually play that out a little bit. Like, don't just you give me a red herring and the next scene. You're telling me that it's not him. Like, what was the fucking point of doing that anyway? What
2: yeah. You have to let have somebody sit enough? with a red herring. Let for it breathe a, a little bit. Yes.
0: Well, it felt like the sister was a red herring for.
2: Yeah, but then they were not second. long enough. Yeah, not, not long, long half enough. Second. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, it's just stop. It's just sloppy storytelling. Um, It's. The setting of the house is is like it, it fell short for me. It should have been an awesome set piece. The first film just nails that it's only mostly only in that taking place in that one location. They do jump out a little bit, but whenever they're in the house, man, is it unsettling? And I feel like that lends so much to why the original is so good. And the fact that we don't see Billy and we don't know about Billy, we don't need to know about his relationship with his mother. We just know, like you said, Jacqueline, his psychosis. He's he's unhinged and you know, he's capable. We don't know, you know, and that scares us. Uh, this film doesn't do that, though. Both Billy and Agnes weren't good antagonists. They just they weren't all that interesting to me. Billy had yellow skin. So what? Like, what what was the point of that? To put that in the film? Just so his mother rejects him. Like, I don't know, give him a third eye or something or a triple nipple or something. <laughs> like, give me something else. Like, oh, my God, I, that can't be my son. He has huge eyebrows. A brow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my son was born with a uni brow.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's got. Uh, just the yellow skin just seemed weird. Like I didn't get it. I was like, "What was the point of that?" Nobody else had yellow skin either. It's not like his father had yellow skin or the sister didn't have yellow skin either. I it's
2: not know. a genetic condition.
3: Yeah, I know. I know, but it
0: that's the sad odd. part about it. Is that that's it's like it's a sad thing. Jaundice yeah, is not a. It's a liver disease.
2: So yeah. Well,
0: and also, like I don't know if mother, you can you live for it.
2: that long being so heavily jaundiced. Like you're supposed to. Like that's that needs to get treated. Or I mean. I'm not you sure that you would live that long if you maybe that's why they give him all the
3: candy canes in the in his cell to help him. I don't know. Tastes what? like chicken. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to make some connections to why they yeah. gave him so many fucking luxuries while he was in prison, basically.
0: How gross was that though? It's like they gave him a plate of like I don't know what it was but chicken it had candy canes on top. It looks like pancakes, and he goes, Tastes like chicken and gives it to him. He's like, oh, there was chicken oh, skin oh. on
3: it. Yeah, because the guys goes, it tastes like chicken because it is chicken.
2: <laughs> as close oh, as we could get to mom. Corner.
3: Yeah, come on. <clears throat> yes.
2: How mom anyway. used to taste.
3: Uh, why does Agnes know how to sneak in between the walls of the house? Like just like that's <laughs> Billy's thing. Why does she know that? Like if she just got out of or being an orphan and she came to the house, I guess then she familiarized herself with the house. But it's just like you didn't you. I don't feel like you knew anything about getting in between the walls. We never saw any of that, so. How did you know that was a thing? I don't know. Just dumb. Uh, and the this the fucking drop ceiling. It's stupid. I'm sorry. It's just dumb. It's like the next trash bag for me. It's like, it doesn't have, you can't hide in there. You're going to fucking fall out the next tile. You Like, what are you putting your weight on? There's nothing to put your weight on. If, if these filmmakers had ever done anything in construction, they would have realized it's impossible. Anyway, with that said, whew, I got to calm down. <laughs> I'm gonna have some cookies calm myself. Uh, I'm giving Black Christmas or Black Xmas, whatever the fuck you want to call this fucking turd, uh, from 2006. I'm giving it 3.5 out of 10 Christmas cookies.
0: Wow, I'm the low one.
3: Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know. I had it higher. I-, I could go lower. I think too on this thing. There, there are elements of this film that I see working. Though there are things I do like. Mm. and i I do think that like it being named black christmas is one of the things that just really harshes it like too
0: yeah that was the problem i had is that i i it was so many eye rolls for me it was just like okay yeah that's a that's a dope uh uh, homage to this but then it did this and you're
1: like
3: and then like the the original just does so many things so well like it's 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 one of the films that we covered that i almost gave a 10 to i I almost feel like i should have anyway but it was my first time seeing it really Sure. I gave it a nine.
2: I think if you rewatched it, there.
3: yeah. I think if
2: you rewatched it, you would probably grow more fond of it. Like if you like watched it every t- year, yeah. if it was like, your, yeah, it was. I probably if it, will. In your annual rotation, I think it would become a ten for you. I watched yeah, it, not, not, it I I to so watch criticize it
3: with us.
0: Suppose after watching it, and I watched it with Joe. you'll be like yes.
3: But it, it, no, the original is like it's still stuck with me. And I bought it recently. It's such yeah. a good mm-hmm. film. It is. That was my first ten on the show. So far from it.
2: Yeah. So good. Well, would so. you guys like to hear some of the myriad trivia facts I have?
3: I feel like they're more the interesting Weinsteins, than the actual no. film
0: otherwise.
2: Probably. Yes. What John?
0: Uh, if it's about the Weinstein's no, but otherwise yes.
2: How
3: many massages did Weinstein give on the set? Oh, ew, ew,
2: ew, 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 ew. Ugh. Ew. Ugh. ugh. Uh, okay andrea martin who played phyllis of course in black christmas 1974 said in an interview that she hadn't even thought about black christmas in 32 years when wow. it, just, it came out of the blue when glenn morgan offered her the role as the house mother oh wow uh after, i love
0: that i love the fact that she was in this
2: i love that, that
0: it brought me it too. up i mean it was like seeing her in there it was like yes
2: that's Come a major on. plus i mean i think if if it weren't for her this movie would be like at least a full point lower
3: yeah. she was good in it too she, she was great. good it's done uh, dirty though or the damn ice icicle just falls on her head
2: yeah uh icicles don't
3: work that way by the way
0: no they don't majority and, and of them and the don't. fact that the fact that she's scraping the uh the car and no breath coming out it was just like wow
2: well, I'm from Florida. I don't. I don't know when I how icicles are supposed to work. So I, I feel like John could get a that, job
0: in the industry, just being like the. Breath guy.
3: <laughs> the we need the breath guy. Get the breath guy on set. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> the winter breath consultant.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, um, I'm telling you, like if it's that cold and it's snowing, you. It, you're not. Wrong. I believe. I
2: believe be you. I understand. I just. I would never notice that. You can have a movie. cold,
3: rainy night, and there would be breath being shown just from being exactly. being cold. Exactly. Up in yeah, you're not wrong, John.
2: Now, if you have a movie that's set in Florida and people's hair is not sufficiently frizzing, that I'll notice.
3: Yeah, I like right now,
0: I'm just kidding. I'm so kidding, Jack.
3: <laughs> Her hair always looks amazing, John. I don't know what you're talking it about. It does. It does, It's okay.
2: It's okay. You're awesome.
0: Uh, mm, Your hair thanks. looks fantastic.
2: Uh, but thank you, Andrea Martin, as the as the house mother, Mrs. Mack, She's more caring towards the girls than the Mrs. Mack in the original. Like yeah, Mrs. Mac it. in the original, you kind of feel like she secretly hates the girls and she's like nice to their face with like a bunch of sluts. Bleah.
3: Like she's stealing from them when they're not looking or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: that, <laughs> but this that, Mrs. That, Mac seems to genuinely care. And so I like yeah. that about her Mrs.
0: Mrs. Mack is hiding booze in like her library. In the and the toilet and the toilet. she got some of that from yeah. this. Yeah.
2: Uh, so after this film's critical and financial failure, Bob Clark began work on a straight up sequel to the original with Clark as the director and Olivia Hussey and John Saxon reprising their roles of Jess Bradford and Lieutenant Ken Fuller, respectively, with Jess being the new house mother of the sorority house. How fucking oh, dope my would God. that have been?
3: That
0: would have been awesome. I would have
3: house. loved to see that instead.
2: But yeah, his untimely passing prevented that from ever happening. So. Ooh, Part of me is glad that it Bob didn't Clark. happen. Oh, wow. What? Hydraberg?
3: Part of me is glad it didn't happen just because like, in case it didn't work out, you know,
2: it would be extra heartbreaking if it failed. You know, like, yeah, if it yeah, it's
3: like it makes it, like at least the first one like was so good that it that's you know, that he left his mark with that one. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And a
3: Christmas story, too.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, that's. So- a- yes, yes, he did, he did a Christmas cool. story. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did.
3: Two really phenomenal Christmas films, just on different.
2: Unbelievable, different like yeah. the light kind of idyllic, picture perfect side of Christmas, and then Black Christmas. What a juxtaposition! Mm-hmm. What a he contains multitudes, Bob Clark.
3: Yeah, he's like a. It's like did a you guys see of, that? A Christmas, Christmas
0: story came out with a sequel. With uh, yeah, I need to watch Alfie. that. It's a Christmas story. Christmas yeah i think,
2: that yeah, I think that it turns it out he did shoot his thing.
3: eye out he's only got one eye in this one oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well done but
3: shoot your eye out kid uh,
2: maybe that was the oh, maybe that was an homage in this one agnes loses an eye yeah it's an homage to christmas story. Oh, uh, so glenn Morgan wanted either margot kidder or andrew martin obviously both in the original to play the house mother in this movie um as an homage you guys will like this i did not notice this but now i want to I, I well i would not watch this movie again just to catch this detail <laughs> but um it's there apparently during one scene the famous leg lamp from a christmas story can no be way. seen in the background what yeah so if i'm ever forced to watch this again i will look for that but i'm not going to watch it again just to... like because the
3: hallway is very dark i don't know maybe
2: yeah but anyway the supposedly stuff, the leg lamp being is
3: being a prop in the background.
0: I, mm-hmm. I do i don't want to watch it like, just to no see you that. don't no you don't yeah, like i really liked really when great. the i really
2: liked the uh unicorn i thought that was, that mm-hmm.
3: was a cool, nice yeah the,
0: the glass unicorn yeah, yeah. That, that was a great homage
2: glenn morgan was good friends with bob clark who obviously directed the original black christmas uh, he received his blessing to direct this film and remained on set as executive producer clark did manage to watch the remake before he passed away well to me that's uh, a shame
3: and then right after he was done watching it he passed away <laughs>
2: he killed himself as if this
3: movie contributed to killing him mm. oh my god
2: i you know bob clark strikes me as the kind of person who would probably say like oh yeah you did a good job there glenn but in his <laughs> mind was like oh what a piece of shit
3: but then he secretly stars uh, star 67 uh seven or whatever like his number so he yeah, have, yeah the
0: no, well, any Bob. Movies. I guess this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob Clark. Bob Clark actually gives good sure. advice because he gave the advice to John Carpenter to create Halloween. So that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, uh, Bob Clark probably passed away after this. Going piece of shit. I, I <laughs>
2: hope. I hope this was not the last movie he saw before oh, he died. He needed to have a good palate cleanser that. after that. I hope Amanda was safe,
0: culture, guys. <laughs>
2: i don't (laughs) sorry i'm sorry that could actually kill him that i would believe that Uh, that could kill somebody who's in a weak state (laughs) amanda seyfried auditioned for the lead role of kelly but lost it to katie cassidy The filmmaker stated that they turned her down because they didn't want two mean girls actresses in the same film and of course lacey chabert was in mean girls Mm. and i guess she was already cast so they didn't want to double up on the mean girls actresses
0: God, they they fucking underutilize like some of the really good actresses, like Michelle Trachtenberg and Lacey Ch- Chabert. Yeah, how do you say Ch- it, Chabert? I think Chabert.
2: I'm not 100 certain, but I think that's Chabert. I know, I know, but they're
0: they're great actresses. Yeah,
2: and I I even thought the actress playing the drunk belligerent girl was pretty yeah, good, Megan. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, me Megan
3: so. was one that dies. So, uh, that was Lauren.
2: Yeah, Lauren. <laughs> I don't. You could say any name, and I'd be like, yeah.
3: Oh,
1: is I don't know. Interview
3: also, the, the <laughs> stand in for the person copying a feel on uh, Lauren while she was sleeping was actually Harvey Weinstein and not.
2: Oh, my God.
3: He's like, I'll take no, this one.
2: I wouldn't even be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. even Either. be surprised.
3: I would not be. Or maybe that, that scene was just taken out of like his journal.
2: <laughs> oh, OK. You're making me sick to my stomach. Um,
1: <laughs> so this one's kind
2: of a fun fact. Let's get less Gross. Yeah. Most of the sorority sisters in the film were named after famous singers who made memorable Christmas songs. We never hear their last names anywhere I don't think, but their names are homages to singers who did Christmas songs. So, Kelly's last name is Presley, and mm-hmm. Elvis did, you know, Blue Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh Melissa's last name is Kit, and Arthur Kit did um, oh, wow. you know, some good Christmas they, songs. Santa Baby. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dana, played by Lacey Chabert. I had no idea her name was Dana. Her last name is Mathis for Johnny Mathis. Mm-hmm. Ah. Claire's last name is Crosby, of course, mm-hmm. after Bing Crosby. Lee Colvin, so the older sister, her last name was Colvin after Sean Colvin. I don't know who that is. I don't
0: know. Do you guys
2: either. know who Sean Colvin is? Okay. No. Uh, and then there's a few others. But anyway, those were kind of the big ones. So I thought we're that gonna was kind
0: of cool. We're going to get so much hate after this.
2: For you not know who sean
0: colvin, colvin is? is what the fuck there's you a know? heather fitzgerald uh,
2: sorry yes yes for ella fitzgerald <clears throat> so anyway that was i thought that was kind of a cool fact uh, except that we never hear their last names in the movie so it's like who cares glenn there wasn't morgan a,
0: there wasn't a character named mariah
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I I queen
2: Can of you? christmas
0: oh bullshit that fucking song <laughs>
2: I actually have not heard it played, you know, excessively this season. I feel like maybe people are using more restraint this year. I don't know, but I haven't heard. <laughs> I haven't been bombarded with it as usual, so I kind of appreciate that. She's still that. in her slumber. <laughs> she
3: hasn't been awakened yet. Ah!
2: She's still hibernating. Glenn yeah. Morgan and the Weinstein brothers, Harvey and Bob, reportedly often clashed during filming due to their insistence that the film be more gory, which Morgan did not approve of. One egregious example is the cannibalistic tendencies of the killers, such as Billy making flesh cookies out of his mother's skin, which was not in the original script and only shoehorned into the film just to make it gorier.
0: Oh, my God. Really? So that whole scene with the milk and stuff, that was a Weinstein thing?
2: Yep. 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 Yep.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Yep. Just stuck in there. Was not in the script originally. It it,
0: could have been completely cut out. It would have been fun.
2: Yeah. I mean, I will give it credit for being creative, but I think it would have worked better
0: know, in another film.
2: Yeah, another agreed. Movie. I think yeah. this film would have worked better as a thriller. Yeah, you this, know, as like a, a was... like a PG thirteen cat and thriller, mouse, even yeah. yeah. kind of like
3: Christie, right? Like, or yeah. like the original, where it's more of like being stalked around the house, and yeah, yeah.
2: and you actually see very little. I just feel like this would have worked better that way. Speaking of those Christmas cookies, they're bacon. Mm. They're bacon. Kristen Cavallari.
0: Harvey Weinstein likes uh, bacon, apparently.
2: Well, he's a pig. He Kristen Cavallari pig. turned down the role of Kelly, while Camilla Bell and Amber Tamblyn turned down the role of Heather due to scheduling conflicts. Camilla Bell was working on When a Stranger Calls, which was came out the same year. Did you guys see that remake, When a Stranger no. Calls? No. I have not. I'm going to pick it. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the it early good? 2000s person. I love it.
0: No, I'm picking the original the original is... Uh,
2: Let's do them back-to-back. have actually. I have, thoughts, should, actually. I have right. thoughts. Anyway, so Camilla Bell was working on When a Stranger Calls. Don't watch it. I'm going to pick it for the podcast and okay. you can watch it then. Okay. Fair. Uh, and Amber Tamblin was committed to The Grudge 2, which came out that year also. And Katie Cassidy co-starred with Camilla Bell in When a Stranger Calls. So they had a little, a little incestuous pool of actresses going on there that they were drawing from for these movies. Um. You get, you get to know um, Katie Cassidy more in that movie, and it's a better character for her And When a Stranger Calls. I'll just say that. The film... I find this kind of funny, but also annoying. The film caused an uproar of controversy from Christian groups because of the studio's decision to release the film on Christmas Day. Several groups, inc- including Liberty Council and Operation Just Say Merry Christmas, called the film offensive, ill-founded, and insensitive. Ellie, <laughs> LA we... Week- I mean, what do you expect? So, LA Weekly columnist Nikki Fink also questioned the filmmaker's decision to release the film on Christmas. Dimension Films defended the timing, saying there is a long tradition of releasing horror movies during the holiday season as counter programming to the more regular Yuletide Fair.
1: Mm-hmm. I like what? Like,
2: who's going to be mad to about it? You don't, it? don't you have to know. watch it. What are you
3: supposed to release? it It's a Christmas themed horror film. Are you supposed to I release know. it? I guess in summer? March.
2: Sure. That's what they want. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Oh my it's God. It's like j- if you don't want to watch that kind of a movie, then don't watch it. You don't have yeah. to. Agreed. Nobody's forcing you to watch it. Damn.
0: But yeah, the but- children, Jacqueline, the children.
2: I know. Oh. I show it to my kids every Think year. of the children.
0: <laughs> it's on rotation.
2: Samara just turned two. She's watching it tomorrow. She's <laughs> oh, old yes. enough now. It's a good sense. Happy birthday, incest.
0: Samara, by the way.
2: Yes. Thank you. Happy She's birthday. two. I can't believe
0: it. She is two. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Those, those pictures are adorable. And oh, she come on the you. show
3: and we review the ring.
2: <laughs> yes, she'll make a sp- <laughs> special guest appearance by Samara herself. <laughs> on her third <laughs> birthday. <laughs> uh, in the original film, the house mother was simply named Mrs. McHenry and given no first name. In this film, she's given the full name of Barbara McHenry, as an homage to Barb, Margot Kidder's character oh, from yeah. the original. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, wow. Margot Kidder was Barb. I got to say, when the older sister, when Claire's older sister arrives and you kind of see like the side of the back of her head at first, and then she turns around. It, like it was so dramatic. I was expecting it to be Margot Kidder, even though I she know. would have been far too old for it. But I was I was expecting somebody from the movie because they were so dramatic. Yep, about I was racking like, my
3: brain like, oh, is this an homage? Is this, is this one of the characters?
2: Right. It seemed like it like they intended it to be or something. But that, it's, oh, it's the, actually the
3: nurse. Oh, the
2: I nurse didn't even the notice hospital. the nurse.
3: It was like they kind of. Mm i don't know they kind of shot her the way they shot her it was like oh is she is she one of the she was hmm. i was wondering oh, if she was one of the original yeah. characters because just the way they like kind of got her in there like i was like, like oh this is kind of a bit a bit role where they could have mm. slipped in like an older character yeah from she's point.
2: not she's not anybody though uh, the older sister though the actress who plays her is actually the director's wife so
3: oh okay,
0: she okay. Is maybe actress. that's I've maybe that's why before. that
2: character is in there
0: yeah, it's I pretty. the sister was fine. I mean, again, the acting was fine in this movie, but it was just like the way it was. I liked
3: how much, like crashy was at first. She was cussing all over the place.
0: Yeah,
2: she sure yes. was. <laughs> Very what? Palacio five two three five. Um, <laughs> do the- <laughs>
0: well done.
2: I like that. Due to the film's box office failure, Vivendi Visual Entertainment canceled their planned Blu-ray release for this film and only released it on the short-lived HD DVD format.
1: Oh, a can, a Canadian
2: Blu-ray was fortunately released. A, a Canadian Blu-ray Blue, Blu-ray was fortunately released. Fortunately, by TVA Films, but it has since gone out of print. I have the regular oh. DVD, but that's that's all.
3: That out of print is probably worth it's a lot of
0: money. $100 oh, yeah. million.
2: I'll uh-huh. give
3: it to you. For oh, yeah. I would
2: definitely dollars. pay $100 million many, for the
3: book.
0: How many rate?
3: bacon-covered sugar cookies
0: do you want for that? 100000000 million bacon-covered sugar cookies. Mm. So
2: it was rumored at some point during production that the film was going to be rated PG-13. It should have been.
0: It really Yeah. Until
2: Dimension Films confirmed that the film would indeed be rated r Coincidentally, the second in-name-only remake, Black Christmas from 2019, was rated PG-13, which caused fan backlash. So let's do that next year and see if it's any better. Let's do it. Maybe it, it works yeah, better I'm, as a PG-13 that. movie. I'm so excited. I think
0: there was really only one scene that 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 really was pushed it into the R was the uh, shower scene, right? Or, no it's no no, no. Mom...
3: We see a butt crack and a side boob. It's not even that yeah, it's much.
2: it's not. It's not explicit. But you actually
0: see the mom's boob when she's having sex with her. Oh, that's true. That's true. On the staircase. The, just the
3: sort of incest enough is like.
2: Yeah, let's make it an R. Yeah. 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 And then there's a lot of. A decent amount
3: of gruesome gore. um Yeah, so the I Christmas like cookies. We're gonna say. Yeah, huh?
2: The Christmas cookies. Eye gouging. Some eyes, like somebody, somebody's swinging two eyeballs around, connected on a optic nerve or something.
0: True.
2: Um, This movie was not screened in advance for critics. There's a (laughs) good sign. Yikes! Um, Who would have thought this would go downhill? Mm, Let's see. That's not interesting. None of the scenes at the mental asylum were in the original drafts of the script. All the flashbacks of Billy's childhood were in their place at the beginning before the opening scene with Claire, but the mental asylum scenes were tacked on.
3: I would have preferred the mental asylum scenes and then drop a little backstory there. And that's all you had to do if you were Mm going to do any backstory. Don't give me the home stuff.
2: I agree. I think that would have been much better. And then we don't
3: know whether the backstory that they're giving you is real or not. Right. It's hearsay.
2: Yes, because yep. we have un- an unreliable narrator. He's been narrator. locked up for so
3: long. Yeah, and, and just that's like the so way the Santa says, "Is oh, is that Billy Lenz, the one that killed his family?" Like we don't know. We don't know what happened. Right? Yep. He's been locked yep. up here for this many years. I agree with that's, that. 100%. That's a good idea,
2: yep. hydroberg You could. They should have consulted you. Yep.
3: Yeah, there would have been a lot more boobs in this movie. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
2: um, this was kind of a funny little fact. So Lacey Chabert injured her leg on the first day of shooting when she was doing the crawlspace scene. Really. And so she flew back to L.A. This was shot in Canada, by the way, in uh, British Columbia. But the actress flew back back to L.A. to see a doctor. And coincidentally, the doctor was the stepfather of Katie Cassidy.
3: No way.
2: Oh, that was kind of funny. I like little.
3: Hi, I'm Dr. Billy. I'm here to check out your leg. Oh, God. Stick your tongue out, please.
2: (laughs) 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 We should have had a running tally. We should have had like a, you know, take a shot every time one of you guys does the Billy voice. Mm.
0: Well, they uh, did do okay. the Billy voice in this movie, so
2: might might be. Yeah, they didn't really
0: do I, it. Blah, 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 blah.
2: I know, It's just such a letdown. Okay, so this is kind of interesting. Reportedly, at the request of Dimension Films, certain scenes in the trailer and TV spots never appear in the film and were shot solely for advertising purposes. I mean, we know that happens sometimes, but yeah. apparently, this was a lot. So this footage includes a young girl finding another girl trapped underneath a frozen pond. And then later, the same girl falling off the roof, tangled in Christmas lights. An alternate death where Lacey Chabert gets tangled in Christmas lights and sucked into a thresher. A short scene of Melissa, uh, Michelle Trachtenberg, screaming at someone. Um, and another part where she's seen cocking a shotgun at a peephole in the front door and saying, Merry fucking Christmas. Hmm. And another little clip where um Melissa is walking down a hall where Billy can be seen crawling across the ceiling with a hatchet. Bits and pieces crawling of Melissa.
3: Across the ceiling? Wait, wait. Well, uh, Maybe within the like
2: upside in the hospital. Down? I I don't know. Maybe above the little, you know,
0: styrofoam uh, okay, okay.
2: T- yeah. ceiling tiles, I don't know. Um
0: cuz Heidelberg we know that happens, right? You can do that.
2: You can totally do no, that, exactly, right?
0: Totally. Hey, I'm going
2: to go do it right now.
3: He's probably uh, burying the, the, the axe into the wall every time he pulls himself <laughs> yes. on the ceiling. I'm picturing like an alien or like hereditary. Anyway, sorry. Oh, God.
0: History, which there I'm was
2: picking. also a line that didn't make it into the film where during the first scary phone call from Billy and Agnes, Billy says, all is calm, all is bright. Who is in my house tonight?
3: Oh, my oh, God. TV.
2: So all that stuff was in different like trailers and TV spots. And um, Glenn Morgan didn't know about any of it. They just did it all behind his back. It was,
3: oh, so it was all shot just for those spots.
2: Yes, exactly. Without and the so, director? Yes. And so Mary Elizabeth Winstead actually called him to tell him about it because she was pissed. What a and, shit
3: move. I
1: know. I know.
2: And so when he heard about it, he was livid. Yeah.
3: Like I know trailers are sometimes put together without the director. Like I get that, I understand. But that's different.
2: You're but... taking footage that already exists yeah. from what they themselves have made.
0: Okay. So as much as we make fun of the original movie of like Billy being perverted in those <laughs> yeah. phone calls, that's I what don't make fun of it. I find it, find it creepy. Scary. I mean,
3: we're making fun of it because it's like it's comes out like a little funny, but it's actually twisted and fucked it up.
0: Very much is. And then it's just like like these phone calls are stupid in this movie.
3: Yeah, the whole joke re- originated because Jacqueline and Trivia told us that this was one of uh, Elvis Presley's favorite Christmas horror films,
0: right? Yeah. Which he had
3: seen a couple years before he passed away, and that's where sure. the Billy Presley came and because we started imitating. Oh, Billy I'd forgotten about Elvis. that. I,
2: for- I well, forgot that that's did. how that sure, started. Like we did a
3: little. I think we did a couple. Like, hey, it's me, Billy. But then we started doing uh, Elvis. Hey, hey, oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's me, Billy.
0: You know, whatever it was, and was like burning love.
2: <laughs> well, anyway, so as you can imagine, Glenn Morgan has reportedly disowned this film. In response to the question on whether or not he was happy with the results, Morgan said, "No way." And it's schizophrenic because Bob Weinstein came in and urinated on it. Damn! Really, I feel those... like he
3: actually did pee on it. Like that's I think I don't that's don't entirely feel like possible. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like that's like a metaphor for. I think he's actually telling what happened. Like <laughs> Weinstein was like, "Oh, if you're not going to make the movie this way, I'll fucking piss on that motherfucker."
2: hmm
0: and he did <laughs>
3: and he did
2: anyway so glenn says i love black christmas and i also loved a christmas story and i learned a lot from bob and had his blessing that we were trying to make a version that he didn't get to he didn't get to deal with the background of the killers and stuff like that when bob weinstein came in and saw that he was like we need to drag michelle trachtenberg down the hall by her eyes and i was like oh lord and i talked to my agent and lawyer and Kristen, his wife, who played the older Claire's older sister, it was humiliating. It was horrible. I stayed to try to protect the cast and crew, friends of mine, and ended up taking it on the chin. So yeah, I feel that's a shame. That. I know. That's. So that's I that's, commend that's, him
3: for doing that, though, because he could have walked away from it. He could. He could like, his like, name off. It's still away. his
2: name attached to it and everything yeah, that Funny directors to... do
3: that. They take their name off or something
2: yeah yeah and it basically like this basically killed his directing career like i don't i think he directed like a couple of tv episodes or something since then but i don't think he's ever made another it gave film. him a
3: bad taste yeah so he had made hours. films
2: before this this wasn't his first film but i think his previous film had flopped and so he was kind of like this if this doesn't horribly
3: made i just no, no i don't think so either along the way with the writing i think and so the, too the, so this is
2: this is kind of like what I what I said with malignant, which is that I can see the potential in this movie and it really makes me sad that like we could have had something so much better and I just wish like we knew what that could have been, but we'll never know.
0: I think the problem is is like who's attached to it. Where you look at it, and you're just like, yeah, I see that. I understand why that decision was made because of this human being that was fucked up. <laughs> yeah.
3: And I don't even feel like oh. this film has, because I feel like *Malignant* has the, that has its naysayers, but it also has people that fucking love that film. Yeah, like, sure, love sure. definitely Have that film. They love Absolutely. the so. Anyway, so well, films, like forgettable.
0: Yeah, you got in this
2: case...
0: attachment. This this cancerous attachment to it that. Ah, yeah.
2: Mm. I see. I see what you did there.
0: Yeah. Sorry.
2: <laughs> well, in case you weren't mad enough at Bob Weinstein. In the original screenplay, the tone was much more serious with a noticeable lack of black comedy, and Lee lived in, and Lee lived in the end along with Melissa, who only died because Michelle Trachtenberg would not do the film unless her character died. Also, Billy had died in the mental asylum long before the events of the film. So here's a glimpse at what it could have been like. Agnes was the main antagonist and the sole killer of the film and was only rewritten to be Billy's accomplice because of studio interference. Agnes was also that? only supposed to be his half sister, not his daughter slash sister. Yeah. The incestuous conception of Agnes via Billy being raped by his mom was thrown in purely for shock value at the insistence of the studio. Damn. I find that upsetting and disgraceful. That's gross. That, like, that is, is so on people in the studio. Like I can't imagine that business meeting where one of the Weinsteins is like, Well, you know what we really need here is like, oh, I know, have his mom go in he there anymore, and rape him, so and then he has one. the and then she has the baby, and so it's his sister and his yeah. daughter. And what? then everybody goes, Yeah, like I can't imagine that conversation around that's that. That's and then they all jump on a plane
0: and went his cheeks shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's hard. Like the original sounds
3: so much better. Like, like that actually does sound interesting. Like, oh, Billy gets Billy dies mm-hmm. and he's not the killer, but we don't know that yes. right away. And that's then that's... like It turns out that Agnes, like they do the switcheroo on you, which is this film tries to do, but they can't do it when they're giving you both, right? That's brilliant. Yeah, just had they had Billy die.
0: They had the whole scene of the mom with the stepdad on the on the on the stairs, and it was just like, okay, that's Agnes, whatever you know. She's the oh my
2: god. That all took away from
3: man. our character Look development too. Like those scenes literally take away from the time we could have spent with more of the sorority sisters. Uh,
2: yeah. Wow. I, I agree. I agree. Um Dean Friss. Oh, uh, yeah. Dean Friss, who was the camera operator, was originally cast as Billy despite having no prior acting experience. He was then cast instead as Agnes when the character was written into the script the two characters were to be interchangeable so as to confuse the audience during the film friss had trouble trying to create a female voice for the character until he realized that young agnes and billy's mother had husky voices so he blended a variation of their voices i just uh, i don't understand that like what
3: why have a man play her at all i don't
2: i don't know like i don't know if it's to make her seem more imposing or whatever but it seems like such a like a blatant choice that it's like well why you could have
3: got a woman who has like you know sort of masculine traits. Like there are plenty of women well, out like, there. Why like, does
2: she need to be masculine?
3: Yeah. I, well, I, I mean, agree. if that was if that was what they were going for, yeah. Like
2: I just I, I don't know like specifically why they would. I'm not do saying one the one film either, had to but... happen.
3: It just seems like that's what they wanted.
2: Yeah. Like it's like it, it seems like he's like
0: a... a petite woman, but imposing. I think they wanted I mean, her to that, look like that would have so been like like even more Billy. scary.
2: You did to to be more confused with Billy.
0: Yeah. You didn't have to have this masculine woman going like. Hey, I'm gonna kick your ass. I mean like it would have been more imposing of a woman me, that is hey, Billy. petite. Mm.
1: There
0: you go. Yeah. And that just kills you out of the blue. And you're like, oh hi. And then you're done.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I
3: don't know. This uh, film was never meant to be successful.
2: No. Yeah. I have uh I have one more. that might be of interest. There were three alternative endings shot for the film.
3: Oh boy. Which need to be on the (laughs) Blu-ray. Yeah. On the Blu-ray
2: that you can get for like $600 on the black market. Mm. The first Mm -hmm. ending had Lee and Kelly... Yeah. The first ending had Lee and Kelly engage in a heartwarming talk with Lee opening Claire's present and then concluded with Kelly getting a call from Kyle's phone implying that either Agni and Billis... Agnes and Billy had what <laughs> that one of them had survived. The second ending had Lee being brought to the morgue to examine Agnes's body only to find Claire's body, revealing that Agnes escaped while Billy dies from his burns and then concludes with Lee being killed by Agnes and Kelly electrocuting Agnes and being picked up by her parents. This ending was used in the UK version. The third ending has the morticians discovering bodies, bodies, Billy. Oh, my God. I can't talk. The third ending has the morticians discovering Billy's body is missing while a shot inside a smoke detector on the wall reveals that Billy escaped. I don't understand that a shot inside a smoke detector on the wall reveals- Like that through
3: his, the smoke detector, I guess? His eyeball, a like- hole?
2: Okay. Well, anyway.
3: Like this, so the, the part with the cell phone when it's ringing and they're like pointing at the ceiling, like, was that supposed to be a hole in the ceiling? Are we supposed to be able to see the cell phone going off through the ceiling? Because that's
0: not how walls Like the work.
2: light. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not, like, no. I think that's what it's supposed to, I think you're supposed yeah, to be this, able to like see this, the light this of whole the cell film phone. needs
0: to go back sure. to school for, like, how walls That work. wasn't the only problem. <laughs> <is> <laughs> there was a thumbtack pushed that's through the, the wall. not how houses work? Oh, where yeah. You could see an entire eyeball. The walls must be <laughs> thumbtack. Like, like, the view
3: from the tile floor, he couldn't see her in the shower from that No, angle. Like, no, exactly There's no way right. his eye could see all that. No. Yeah. I know. This movie's dumb. <laughs> and just, like, yeah, it's plagued too. Like, holy shit! The trivia just enlightens why this film is so bad.
0: It's a big Jacqueline. I hope it was we just get never a better one next week. Uh, Jacqueline, I
3: don't hate you for picking this film. I think no, it's not at all. A, I enjoyed oh, no. watching it. Like, I didn't hate watching it. I wasn't like, oh, this is like. I was it just like, it wasn't
2: like torture at
3: first. I was rooting for it. I was like, all right, it's different, and it's treading a little bit uh, like on top of the the original, but it's doing it in a in a certain way. It's like, okay, it's campy. I'm I, I get it though. If it, if it if it owns that. That would have been great, but then, yeah, man, it just progressively, like John, you said, it just gets worse and worse.
0: It does, yeah. It It makes
3: mistake after mistake, and they're just harsher harsher.
0: Yeah, it feels like it's going into a really good direction as far as, like, giving you that kind of backstory of Billy, but it doesn't. I just hope you think... I
3: think in the beginning was where the director was in charge of what he was doing, what he was making, right? Like, so he's got the vibe going, he's got the music, and then, like, over time, the studio came in and was like, change this, change that. We have some notes, and... And we all
2: know how that goes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, stands. I was I was shocked to see so much trivia for this, but there it is.
3: There you go. I feel bad yeah. for him. I, I do too. And
2: it sounds like he's just pretty much like left you know film. So yeah. that sucks. I, don't I would know. love
0: to see him like do a remake without the fucking dipshits you like know
3: his cut like his own cut of stuff yeah that exactly guy. right
2: yeah but yeah. it sounds like he wasn't even really able to fully film exactly what he wanted it sounds like he'd have to like yeah, refilm some stuff
3: i give him credit for sticking it out though
0: i wouldn't mind it yeah, if it, i do too yeah i wouldn't mind if it was pg-13 if it was like if they cut out some of the gore and just like cut some of that stuff out and give him the creative freedom to be able to like put that together that, yeah that, this film
3: kills off both of both of its antagonists yeah it does. never leaves us a a hint of like someone else being a killer or or the killer being alive and that's what works so well in the in the first one is that like boom 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 like the fucking killer is still alive he's still in the house like we don't know if he gets caught or not
0: yeah they that's, don't a kill us. that's a trope that's like beautiful because I you, know. you don't, it works it.
3: well for that film. It does. Yeah, it it does. really does. And in this film, they're like, "Oh no, she dies because she gets zapped in the brain." At least we think she dies. She gets zapped in the brain. I mean, so- someone could have survived that though. Like, and there's plenty of films yeah. that would show someone survived. She that, could
2: be zapped.
0: alive. Yeah, but Billy, but yeah, like, he definitely staffed. died
3: with the, being a tree topper.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to reviewing the third version of Black Christmas next year. <laughs> yeah. But in the meantime, let's talk about next week. Heidberg. We got some good coming, don't we? Oh yeah, Hydroberg is your pick, pick next is week, mine. right? Yeah. Yes. It is. What is it?
3: And my pick is the Lodge from 2019.
0: All right, okay. I'm going to be sick next week. By the way. So oh no. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> we may or
3: may not have a special guest. I'm not going to. I'm not going to speak on that yet. But should we?
0: Should we keep it a surprise?
3: Yes. It's a surprise if we do, and if we don't, we don't.
0: Yeah. So fair enough. It's Billy. Totally said instead.
3: It's Billy. I'm
0: trying to get
1: Billy on. Exactly.
3: Okay. <laughs> I really enjoyed your I really enjoyed your uh, your analytic coverage of uh, uh Black Christmas. <laughs> uh,
2: oh, since we're talking about Black Christmas, I do want to say real quick, spoils of horror. You know, some of our yes. good friends in the podcasting world. Yes. This very week, uh, I believe on Wednesday, they'll be releasing a new episode. And on that episode, they're talking about a fan film uh, called It's Me, Billy, which was made as a sequel to the original Black Christmas. Oh, wow. And apparently it's on YouTube. So that sounds like a great episode that I'll probably. I, if
3: I could have called in for that one, but they they already recorded it
2: oh bummer would have been I nice have for them to get a call billy. from billy presley
3: oh my god i wanted to leave a call so badly for that. One.
2: it's <laughs>
1: literally called
3: it's me billy
2: i know i know it's <laughs> so I you.
3: we love you but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah i'm sure it's gonna be a great episode
2: but yeah so if you're in the mood for some more black christmas check out it's me billy on youtube again it's a fan film made as a sequel to the original black christmas it's and probably then- better than this movie it probably is. And then check out <laughs> Steven and Leo talking about it on Spoils of Horror podcast, I believe, uh, released on Wednesday. So just wanted to throw that in there as a little plug for them because it sounds good. Definitely. All right. Um, did you guys want to hear a little bit about the Street Chilling recording?
0: Please. Please. Oh yes. 400 episodes. Come on.
2: Yeah. So first Come of on. all, we're, we're really pleased and proud of the straight Chillin' boys. They're the reason that we're all friends and have met each other and have our own podcast. We've talked about it many, many times, um, but they are about to release their 400th episode this week. Crazy. Um, it's I've, I've already heard that it's the longest episode they've ever done. It's so the end look- game
3: of straight. Chillin' podcast <laughs> <It's-
2: episode. laughs> Okay. Um, and they did a really cool thing that I think they've never done before, which is that they re- they all physically got in the same room together, which is pretty rare. Uh, Randy came in from Washington D.C. and Soju came in from South Korea, and they all met up and in- at a bar in Jacksonville and invited some friends and fans. And I was, you know, honored to be invited to join and watch them do part of their live recording some of their recording is going to be pre-recorded and then some of it was this live thing that they did where they took questions from people who were there and john i know you had a question in our little tribute that we recorded for them recently um but that'll be that'll be you'll you'll hear that being answered later i think good Good. but so they were they were pretty much just answering questions from the people who were physically there at the thing but it was a great time um, I, you know, I'd hung out with Bob a few times before, but I'd never met Justin and Randy in the flesh. And so that was like That's really so cool awesome. after, you know, talking to these people online for two and a half years and uh, getting to hang out with them uh, for real. That, it was it was pretty Super awesome, jealous, actually. And you know what? They're exactly the kind of people that they seem like um, when you're talking to them online and listening to them on the podcast. They're just really genuinely friendly, kind positive awesome funny smart people i mean i can't speak highly enough of all three of them so and the Thank kind you of for people
3: from the uh show by the way
2: yeah sorry we couldn't hear each other it was just way no, too that's... loud in there but no. i thought you might want to see, see the, awesome. the fellas <clears throat> and uh yeah it was just really cool you know they did their recording and then we just kind of socialized for a couple of hours it was a cool bar and you know they surround themselves with equally nice awesome people and so I knew some of them and got to hang out with some friends and some of them I didn't know, but they're so nice that you can just walk up and introduce yourself and say, hey, and they're like, hey, and you can just chat. I mean, just...
3: they did a little karaoke, didn't they?
2: That was at Bob's Halloween party. We did karaoke. Well, here's no,
3: the uh, thing. Didn't, didn't they sing? On oh, the oh, oh they yeah,
2: yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> they did do a, a rousing rendition of Warm Side of the Door. What's up, um, John?
0: I, I was actually uh, Jacqueline I love that I, I love the fact that you were able to like meet all of them and just give them our love um, we should play a little game real quick before we sign off
3: <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> what game like should Heidelberg we play John take over. <laughs> all right, well,
3: I've been listening to these guys for about I don't know maybe 300 or so episodes um, you know and I've just always wondered which one would I fuck marry or kill
0: <laughs> start us off man
3: all right so for me this is so weird but i'm just gonna say i'm just gonna go with it i'm i'm gonna just fuck Justin. you know okay. he's got the suave hair and he's a he's a great dresser and uh he's a little cootery sometimes uh what? which you know he he can be you know took one to create one right to figure out <laughs> oh the, the mindset God. of a cooter right uh but Justin, I will say, like we all think, you know, cooters seem like they're probably good in the sack. So I'm gonna fuck you. Um, um and this one's really hard. This one's really hard, and I don't want anybody to get mad at me. Between Are Mary and Bob or words. Randy, I think they're both suitable husbands. I'm just gonna go with Bob, though. I think I, I like his. I like it. He can cook, he can make a drink. He looks like he's a good cook. Uh, I don't know. He's a take charge kind of guy sometimes, and I dig that. You know, he's the main host. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to yeah. marry Bob and then Andy. No offense, man, uh, but I got I got to kill you.
2: <laughs> Poor Randy.
0: Yeah, I feel so bad. Jacqueline, how but, about you?
2: OK, Um. OK, let's see. <clears throat> Who would I fuck? Yes. Uh. Well, OK, so Bob is in a serious relationship with Alice. Yeah. Randy is married to Becky. I don't want to get in trouble with them. I think Soju might be single, so I'm gonna say I'll fuck Soju. Okay. And Bob and Randy. So I don't want to. I don't want to kill any of them. I really don't. I really don't want to kill any of them. That's
0: not the game. Um, you have to I,
2: know, I know. I know. Thank I know. You, I know. John. I know. But okay. So I don't want to fuck Well, Hydraberg, you make some excellent points about Bob. But for me, I don't know. I love Randy's rants. I feel like that would keep things interesting and spicy in a marriage. So I'll say that I'll marry Randy. He's
3: a very good guy.
2: Yeah. So not that Bob's not loyal, but I don't know. I just I I, I think I think Randy would keep it spicy. So I'll say I'll marry Randy. And sorry, Bob, I got to kill you. Oh, my God. (laughs) John, what say you?
0: I'll kill Justin.
2: (laughs) Ooh, you had that already. Well.
3: Yeah, damn,
0: Justin. I'll fuck Randy, marry Bob.
2: Would you care to explain? No. Oh, he's not taking questions. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, there you have it. We'll
0: leave it. Maybe they'll send us an email and it'd be like, what the fuck was that about? (laughs) (laughs) There you go.
2: No, we're, nope, none of us are taking any further questions. The nope, end. Yeah,
3: Nothing. I'm not alliterating Zero. any further on why I would fuck, marry, or kill any three of those guys.
0: Nope, we're not doing that anymore. I'm sorry. I felt so uncomfortable with that, <laughs> but that's all I have
3: to no,
2: say. No, you didn't. Anyway, well, that was fun, you guys. That was a good but game. Yeah, I mean,
3: it was all your idea.
2: Yeah, I'm John. <laughs> <laughs> maybe
0: it was, maybe it wasn't. Mm. <laughs> anyway. anyway Actually, so
2: it, it sounds like universe. next week we have a real good show coming.
0: <laughs> and we might to... have one of those guys on. So we'll have to ex- explain ourselves.
2: See, it's all connected, folks. So everybody watch The Lodge. I almost just said Black Christmas again. Um, I believe The Lodge is still on Hulu. That's where I watched it is previously. It? Okay, Yeah. So I don't know if it's yeah, still I on there, show. but that's I where check. I watched I didn't it. Do my due
1: diligence.
2: I think I watched it about seven or eight months ago and it was on Hulu. So it, it may still be there. Otherwise, I'm sure it's easy to find, but... The Lodge from 2019. Is that the right mm-hmm. year? All right.
3: 2019, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? All right. Yes.
2: So everybody watch that. If you, you want, want to, to email us yes. about Black Christmas or The Lodge or um, who you want to fuck marry and kill, you can email <laughs> us at a above horror review at gmail.com. You can also follow us on the Twitter at Cut Above Horror. Uh,
3: you can stalk us on Instagram at mm-hmm. a cutabove one word. Dot horror underscore review.
0: Make sure you follow us on Facebook, a cut above colon horror review. And thank you guys so much for all the wonderful reviews that we've gotten on iTunes and Spotify. Keep those five star reviews coming in.
2: See you guys next week. Looking forward to talking about the Lodge. And
3: keep it better.